Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of April 15th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Delta Cord. Hey man, what's been hey. going on? Uh, yeah, not uh, not too much. Finally got a little bit of uh, time to dig into a few games that have been kind of on my, uh, been on my, uh, not my, but my back burner, I guess. Um, so I got uh, off of one of the, I can't remember which recent uh, Humble Bundle, but it had uh, Tropico 5 on it. Cool. So I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I've played some Tropico games in the past and um, never really gotten super into them. So I've been playing a lot of uh, Tropico 5 now. Yeah, a couple add-ons came with it. They're really fun. I mean, the add-ons mm-hmm. add a, a ton to that game. Yeah, and it really is like um, like a lot of strategy games. Like the add-ons are really what keep it like interesting and like sustainable. Um, so we're showing off uh, the video we're playing here is the trailer for uh, Tropico Six, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Uh, supposed to be coming this year. Don't really have a date yet, so that may get pushed out into early next year, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean that's. Uh, like Far Cry Four, I had played just a tiny bit of, and I didn't really get into it. But like, right. I liked where it was going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so it looks like Tropical Five just nailed what I was wanting. And um, yeah, I mean that's the other yeah. thing. You know, it's not just like, oh, this game's coming out here, so I have to play this now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have that flip side where, you know, instead of I have to play this now, it's more of a this is what I'm feeling. Oh yeah, this is the kind of game yeah. I want to play right now. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I get so yeah, that. Tropical Five originally came out in like, I want to say like. 2014 yeah i was gonna say 2014 2015 um it's been a while so um you know i'm glad to finally gotten the chance to kind of get to it and uh you know i've enjoyed it enough that it's like oh okay when this like when the next one comes i'm gonna jump on that right right so um yeah that was uh that was one of the main games i've been getting into other than i I think one that's gonna be obvious that we're gonna get back to um and uh yeah so i was i was able to uh finally get like a uh, gaming like headset like just for i mean strictly for audio as far as i'm concerned right um i don't really want to like i don't want to like move the game's audio through i just want to be able to chat so um you know i got a good it was like the steel series i think i mentioned in the past um that i picked up so you know it's got a pretty good quality mic on it um can hook up to every system so um, yeah nothing wrong with that oh yeah it's, uh, I mean, I've been working was... with like, uh, like phone headphones for a long time, and that just doesn't cut it. it sounds yeah, like shit quality. It, like, it's not compatible with most of the game systems, so it's like it makes a little whine all the time when I'm talking. I mean, I I, I think the people that that watch the show they probably ha- know by this point that you're more of a more of a story based mm. non multiplayer fan, yeah. and yeah. like the few times that we do usually jump in, like I think the last big one was. Um, Probably back on like Killing Floor two, when that was mm-hmm. out. I mean, you did have an issue with like, oh man, I don't have my headset. I think I, I don't know if something happened to it. In or the, I have the wrong one. Or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of been a long thing. time coming and a big deal. So yeah. what are we? Well, what are, a long time ago, I got a uh, Turtle Beach headset, but it was one where you had to like hook up all this. Like there was like a hundred wires, and you had to plug this thing into the system, and yeah, it was just way too what, much. I had a PS3 one that was like that too. It had like yeah two. It had like four wires and an extension if you wanted to plug it into the console, and then right yeah. That's not what I was here for. Those are a mess. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Got so uh, that's only been uh, close to 50 episodes of a podcast coming. So, <laughs> so that's yeah, good. for real. I mean, you know, I was always like, you know, I have a good quality mic or whatever I use on the computer, but on everything else, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, you can't communicate with me basically. 
Right. Um, so yeah, I got that. And then uh, in the uh, shittiest video game, My Actual Life, uh, I went out to uh, this, this new place opened up nearby called Round One. And apparently, I didn't know this was true, but they are like national. Um, they're all over the place. So it's yeah. like an arcade. Uh, sort of like a, I don't know, like a Dave and Buster's or like a, you know, non-kid focused Chuck E. G's, I guess. Right. Um, but uh, it also has like bowling. They have some food there. Um, just a bunch of like, they have like a lot of uh, Japanese arcade, like Japanese only arcade games, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I went and, and checked out a bunch of stuff. This isn't my video or anything. This is just some, something online, but uh yeah, cool. you know, spent like an hour there. I heard someone else talking about it on Facebook and our mm-hmm. circle. They were asking yep. people to go, and then they went, and I think they were pretty bummed out, like pissed off by it or something. I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like you know, there's some issues, like especially they don't like do any training for their employees, like at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, most of the employees like don't really know how to like help or like fix anything okay Um, so that's a major problem and they're i mean they're just getting minimum wage so like i wouldn't help anybody either yeah (laughs) you know um but uh you know it's it's a cool way to you know kill an hour yeah uh it's attached to like a mall so that's pretty wild so it's just it's literally just like an arcade with bowling and I mean, they have to, like, probably, like, concessions and stuff, but it's not like a Dave & Buster's where it's, like, a sit-down restaurant, right? Yeah, but, I mean, like, I wouldn't really count Dave & Buster's as a sit-down restaurant because they're pretty much just all, like, um, like, football Sunday food. Right, <laughs> right. This place has similar. Like, it doesn't have, like, an actual restaurant section at all. There's, like, an area where you can go sit, but it's kind of like a bowling alley grill, basically, is yeah. the level of quality. Um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean... Cool. It's nice. It's a nice to have, you know. I'm not gonna go there every day or anything, but it's pretty cool. There was this dude that just plays DDR like all the time. There's always one at every arcade. Just, a dude that just plays DDR all day. He just lives there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Cool guy. Cool. I yeah, guess. he's a nice guy. I met him. <laughs> so uh, he's the same guy at every single one of these and at every mm-hmm. arcade he just goes from that one ever. To the next. Yeah. yeah. He's at all of them at the same time though, which is really impressive. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's <clears throat> how they discovered uh, quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm. Little known fact. Um, but yeah, other than that, I know you and me both have still been playing uh, a lot of Far Cry 5. Yes. Um, so I got kidnapped for the second time by, what is it, Brother John? Okay, yeah. Um, to where you have to like escape from the bunker, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. I yeah. enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those were really cool. I mean, I have my own little gripe that, especially when it comes to um, the lieutenants, you know, those those guys, um, mm. that you have to go do that. They force you into it no matter what you're doing. So, like, yeah. like let's say I just finished um, liberating, like, an outpost, and I want to mm-hmm. go around and collect all the missions. It just pull, drags you right into it, and then you have to go, yeah. you have to fast travel back there and then finish what you're doing. Uh, I guess it's a pretty minor gripe, but it's like, damn, that would have been nice to been able it's to finish annoying. what I was doing, and yeah. then they're like, oh, go, you know, go over here, and then once you maybe get in range, it drags you in. Maybe that would have been a different way to go about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 uh at the same time it's like it is interesting. Um like it's not the way I would have went with it, but I, I see why they did it. So it definitely beats climbing towers and shit though. You know? Yeah. Like they had in every yes, other absolutely game does. ever. Yeah. Um and this game's really making me like uh the more like I've I've been talking to other people about how they feel about it and they're like yeah, I love um, the like the melee combat feels really good, and I'm really glad they added that. Right. Um, yep. You know, stuff like that is it's some really interesting stuff um, that I'm hearing from people, and it's like, dude, you need to go play Primal if you didn't, because that's that's what Primal's all about. It's all melee. Uh, pretty much. I mean, your your main ranged weapon for the beginning of the game is a like throwing spear, mm-hmm. which is just great how it works. So, nice. um, I definitely, I definitely recommend that. I'm looking at this like haunted house thing that you're showing, and I'm losing my mind. I love this. Yeah, it's really good. It has some great jump scares, and mm. I, I picked this part specifically because in the beginning there is a uh, there's a guy in in the I think it's like the O'Hara O'Hara haunted house, and it's mm. a it's a what do you call it a um, prepper stash. There's a guy yeah. in the window when you light everything up and turn the power on and then when you go up there there's no guy but really quick right there you see something fly into the um mm. the hanging light by the red balloon when you get up there oh yeah and we tried to figure this out for a really long time and i was actually pretty stoked that i captured something like you can't even freeze frame and tell what it is it's moving so fast wow that's really cool so, so it's just a little added like hauntedness right and then they have another place that's actually, like, haunted, I guess, but there's no signs of it being haunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they call it, like, oh, that place is really nice. I mean, except it's fucking haunted. That's and, cool. Yeah, and it really reminds me of, um, I can't remember the name of the hotel from that The Shining was based off of. Oh, um, yeah, in Colorado. It, it, uh, it's Mount, Mount Estes. Yeah, Mount something. It's uh, Estes, Estes Park, or? Yeah. Looking okay. into it. Yeah, but that place is cool too. But it doesn't like I really like that. I like when a game that is not horror, it's action or it's whatever. It, uh, it can, the Stanley it, Hotel. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's on Mount some. I don't remember what. It's it's in Estes Park. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it, it, that'd be pretty cool. I'm gonna look into that. Go in there. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the same thing I've been doing. Um, I finished up. My first playthrough of uh, Far Cry Five, um, uh-huh. and uh, I there's a couple endings. Um, I and I picked the ending of resisting uh, some offers, and mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't what I thought. So I was like, you know, it was like holy shit, you know, it was kind of a, a surprising like like what a twist moment. Um, and uh, I started up my second playthrough and. Um, I created a, a female for this playthrough just to check the clothing options and how the, mm-hmm. the dialogue and stuff differs. And um, I mean, they do. It's not just like, "Hey, Rook." It's like, um, "What the hell is she doing here?" You know, instead of mm-hmm. "He," um, and you know, stuff like that. So that you know, they actually did add that flavor of distinguishing your character as a female rather than a male. Okay. Um, the yeah. female do have a lot better uh, clothing options, I think. The females do. Yeah, I think they do. Um, okay. and it's not a lot, you know, it's not, there's not a ton there, but, um, I was just like, oh, cool, I actually like this better than what my hillbilly character wearing a 
mm-hmm. um, a tank that's a an American flag and I have a mullet. You know, it, it's, <laughs> I feel like it's cool. better than that. You don't get more American than that, but it was better than that. Hell no. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been fun. I finished it up and then uh, I ran mm-hmm. through a few things that were kind of just... I guess they were kind of bothering me a little bit, uh, like trophy wise, and I was trying to trying to figure out how to get um, some certain trophies that are hard to get, and I figured out two of them. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you find someone that already has all the fishing poles in the game, and they're in your yeah. game and they drop the fishing poles, it unlocks that trophy for you. Oh wow! So you don't have to go through all of that. Um, as well, if you want to get the ten shoot down 10 aerial vehicles with aerial vehicles mm-hmm. uh, trophy, which can be kind of hard. Um, you can uh, spawn a plane or a helicopter, move it away from the spawn pad, spawn another one, get in the first one and shoot it, and then get out, spawn another one, get in, shoot it. And you can do that over and over again until mm-hmm. you've got 10. Um, I, we double-checked it with uh, Nips today, and he... Uh, sat in his helicopter, and uh, I think that we didn't get it, but I think the downfall is he was in my game. So, I mean, that caught, you know, maybe you can only get it in your game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, he hovered, and I could spawn helicopters, and he could shoot from another helicopter. The helicopters have a spawning. So, theoretically, mm-hmm. you should be able to get that trophy by doing that. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we've just been kind of enjoying the second uh, second. My both of our second playthroughs actually. He, uh, he, I helped him finish it up his up the other day, and um, mm. we're both playing on hard mode. So that's kind of crazy. Um, the waves of enemies just like never stop. So cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Pretty yeah, that's cool. badass. Um, um, but yeah, that's uh, basically what we've been playing. Um, yeah. What we've been up to. I haven't been playing much more than Far Cry. Um, a few phone games, nothing uh, mm. notable, of course. Um, been playing um, a lot of Skater and True Skate, which are just like imagine if you imagine tech decks on your phone. Um, mm-hmm. Which those games are fun, but I'm really just waiting for uh, Session to come back around. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I just got a like an insider mess, uh, video that talked about what they've been working on and they've been working on, um, not all, like when you do a flip trick in session, the board just flips, right? So it's all one mm. speed all the time. Well, they're working mm. on, um, flip rotation speed. So you yeah. can do a slow kick flip over stuff or slowly mm. rotate the board, um, for those long jumps to make it look really cool and add extra style as well. A catch mechanic for the hardcore players. So not only yeah. do you flip the board, but you also catch the board. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're working on some cool stuff. Um, I can't wait to see, of course, more of that. I, I I don't know how... That game's slated for 2019, so, you know, who knows how long that's going to be, but... Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on um, with me. <clears throat> cool. Uh, we don't have games with gold or PlayStation Plus yet. Uh, I imagine we'll have that in, you know, the next Possibly week in a week half. or two. Yeah, yeah, week and a half, two weeks. Um... So, do you want to talk about the missed game, or do you just want to get that later? Um, we can hit that later. Um, okay. Cool. It's uh, It was a bit of a surprise drop, so it's not like we just didn't notice it being mentioned. Right, right. So, um, we'll jump right into the games releasing. 
But first, if you guys get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mentalgamesinc. Check all the top news and video game stuff over there. You can chat with us mm-hmm. on the daily. Um, get a rundown of what uh, what we've got going on with um, you know our streams or our podcast or whatever. Um, cool stuff that happens throughout the week. You can check mm-hmm. all that out there and chat with us about it. So that's cool. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter at mentalgamesinc. So you know when we go live and do this right here. Um, so you get a reminder when our podcast comes out and when the live streams do go live. Um, so you can kind of get the same stuff, but you can't really chat with us on the daily because nobody really patrols Twitter. Um, I mean, we kind of do, but we don't do it as hard as we do on Facebook. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So let's just jump right into the games releasing. These are the games releasing from April 16th to the 22nd. I'll let you go ahead and take it away. All right. So on uh, April 17th... Um We've, we've kind of gotten sort of in a habit of uh, talking about these, like, bundle, like, DLC packs. Um, the bu- the Bunderers. Yeah. The Bunderers, exactly. The uh, The Don't Starve Mega Pack coming from uh, Clay Entertainment, so that's for PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't Starve is the, uh, <clears throat> kind of, uh, was like the harbinger of the, um, you know, sort of roguelike survival explosion among indie games. Right. Um. And, you know, Clay made, like, uh, Mark of the Ninja, um, the Shank, uh, Shank 1 and 2. Yep. Um, very good. Like, I highly recommend uh, Don't Starve to anybody. I mean, the art style alone is a reason to play it. Yeah. I and mean, just, like, the total weirdness of the entire game is, is very good. Yeah, weird stuff just happens all the time. And, and mm-hmm. like, unless, you ch- unless you've seen it before and you know what we're talking about, it's kind of like a right. you have no idea kind of thing. It's... Um, there's I mean, a lot to it. Even when you've been playing for hours, you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to it as well. There's, um, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Reign of Giants. They have the Shipwreck Pack. They have um, Together. They have and the, the regular, just normal game. Um, mm-hmm. it, there, there's a lot there, and it's really, really good. Um, I played some of Shipwreck and some of Reign of Giants. Um, and <clears throat> I played that much later than, you know, because I got the original, like, pretty early. So... Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it, it's good. I really recommend grabbing this. Have they? Did this come out on Switch yet? Uh, I think Core Don't Starve is out on Switch. I thought it was, but and I don't the think of the rest of it's going to take a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's something to definitely keep your eye on. This is something that I would. I really like playing it on PS4, and I like playing it with other people because there's so much to it. There's so much like lore mm-hmm. and other stuff. But uh, yeah, it's, this it's, would be fun on one. Switch too. For sure. Um, so yeah, also, um, coming out on the same day, the 17th, uh, well, I guess if you didn't already get the full game out of the demo, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life on PS4. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'd definitely be a good one to, um, kind of get into if you, uh, didn't already. I mean, the, uh, it's basically what I was referencing there. The uh, when the demo came out, they accidentally unlocked the whole game. There was a way to get to the entire game through the demo. That's happened a couple times, I know, but uh, notable that Sega's done it a couple times now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if if uh, you know, now's a good time to be a Yakuza fan with um, so much. What is it? Uh, Kiwami uh, was a remake of one Yakuza Zero. There's going to be a uh, Kiwami Two. Mm-hmm. Five just came out a couple years ago, and now Six is coming out, which is you know probably not going to need a remake anytime soon right um, yeah this game looks fantastic i, I just yeah. it's one of those things that i again i just can't 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I can't wrap my head around the game for some reason. I, like I look it's at it, I'm like it's awesome, but then it come like I'll play it and I'll be like, oh man, yeah, that's not for me. But I want right. to play it every time, so I really have to like hold my like pull myself huh. back from that. Okay. So I, I I don't know. This one's a weird one for me. Uh, have you played much of Yakuza? Or is this something you want um, to get into? I have. Uh, I believe I have Kiwami. I want to play Kiwami and then play Zero and then play them in order as they come out with the new ones. Right, that's um, a great way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically want to try to like catch up now that I have a good chance to. Right. Um. But yeah, I haven't I haven't played any of it yet because I've still been. Uh, it's just you know all, all the like. The times when it's been slow of new games coming out, I've been super busy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get my normal kind of time to dick around. Yeah, hopefully this summer we get that little summer drought. So a yes. lot of us, like I'm looking at my backlog and I, you know, I have a lot of stuff here too. Mm-hmm. So, and I wrote out, you know, my stream plan and there's like three months in there that I'm like, I know there are some Switch games that I want, but... Mm-hmm. You know, aside from that, I you know I don't have a major game like you know for this last month I had Far Cry. You know, next you know right. month is going to be a lot of war. Um, yeah, and I don't really have anything for June, July, August. So I'm hoping that's mm-hmm. some good downtime to get back into like South Park DLC. You know, Mass Effect Andromeda. You know, allow me to get in there and finish that up and try right. out some of these other games that we've uh, collected from like PlayStation Plus or wherever. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or, you know, grab from Humble Bundle or, you know, just picked up and haven't played yet. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a decent amount. Cool. Sure. Um, moving right along on April 20th, we, of course, have God of War. Um, the God the of War. The God of War. Like, I can't believe that this game came out and just at all. people <laughs> are, well, first of all, at all. And it's not, like, it's weird mm. to think that we're living in a time that like God of War was one thing and now we're seeing it become another thing because right. it's completely like, it's completely different than the God of War that we you know grew up playing correct like, um yeah we've we've like we've kind of watched um you know this original trilogy which was meant to be the whole thing and it was like wow this is like really still in demand people definitely still want to play it um you know, where do we go from here now? Yeah. Um, and they've been able to come up not only with like a totally new, um, I guess like a new way to go about the series, but like a way that will let it kind of live on. Uh, yeah. You know, they've, they've now opened up like, Oh, we can just hop mythologies as needed, which is awesome. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do from, I know it's not out, but I wonder where they're going to go. Are we going to get a trilogy of this North mm. uh, Norse mythology, or are they going to, you know, like take that free reign? And I know the thing that they've really focused, um, or well, it feels like to me that they focused on is um, the fact that they have like mm-hmm. taken some of that, like, I don't know, power that they had with The Last of Us, and it, you know, it's not them, but. You know, they looked at The Last of Us. And this, I watch this, and I, you know, everything I see, I just go, holy shit, that's a lot like The Last of Us. Like, I wonder yeah. how combat's going to work, but I see, you know, Kratos' son shooting and doing all this stuff that I'm like, hey, that reminds me a lot of Ellie. Yep. 
and it, yeah, they definitely took some of that. They took some pointers from they that. They took sure. some pointers for sure. Yeah, um, and that's really cool. So it's like, who knows where this game's going to be in another, you know, ten years? Mm-hmm. You know, assuming that it's still around, of course, which I don't see. Right. It it, it pulling down all them uh, god tier fucking tens that it did. I mean, yeah, it's been like. Um, you know, we've had some reviews out, and of course, you and I haven't played it yet, but a lot of the reviews are like, oh, this is like easily, uh, easily the best God of War game, which is already like, okay, whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then even going on so, to say, like, this has put God of War in a new category of game. Yeah. And that's why it's I'm so excited about it. It's totally amazing. Yeah. yeah. This is. Yeah, this is going to be really cool. Um, and you can go ahead and check out... There's tons of things out there now. There's tons of... I think, like, all the major um, review sites have all their stuff up, so you can check out reviews, get an idea of what it is before you buy it. Um, and, uh, yeah, God of War coming out on April 20th for PS4. First. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, mm-hmm. Got my reserve locked in and everything on it i'm like okay friday i'll be back on friday to get it i will see you friday i will definitely see you guys um but yeah and then uh the other uh so kind of two kind of like uh you know system like uh coming straight from the the uh manufacturers uh you know companies of uh so uh the the other release on april 20th is of course the uh, nintendo labo for the switch so like they're both like kind of, uh, I don't know, like a stake in the ground for these two different systems and these two different companies. Yeah. So Nintendo's like, hey, we're making this weird new playful thing, and Sony's like, this is where we could go with our franchises, you know? Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I I had some really big uh, like hangups with this, and mm. it's not because it was not because of what it is. I think it could be a cool thing. Um, but I just don't think now is the right time to focus on it. I still don't think that. Mm. Um, I, I think they should have, like, put out some more, like, cool core stuff. Um, mm-hmm. because right now, like, I feel like there's been some great games that have been out. You know, Breath of the Wild, we've had Mario Odyssey, we've had, um, like, I, I picked up, personally, Mario Kart again. I know we're looking down the barrel mm-hmm. of a bunch of cool stuff coming out. But yeah. this one just feels odd to me. Like, I get that it, I get its market, and I get that... I don't know. I just feel like if they would have put it out during the holiday, um, you know, a year from now, mm-hmm. when they had some serious titles, when my catalog of games wasn't, you know, three games thick for the Switch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, th- there's a decent amount of, um, decent amount of like indie games and you know games that I've bought digitally. Like I don't buy like my major titles digitally, like mm-hmm. like Breath of the Wild and Mario. I bought those physically, and I only I feel like I only buy like certain things digitally. So you know when I look over at my shelf and I see games and I only see like three things sitting over there, I'm like ooh. They, mm-hmm. they like, it feels like they need more. And I still feel kind of like that. That I mean, the, the system is growing indie-wise, but I'm not seeing, you know, a crushing amount of things. Like, I look over on PS4, you know, I know it's been out longer, but, it you know, 
even after its first like two years, my mm-hmm. game selection was a lot larger than I have with the Switch right now. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, I kind of wish they would have held off on this and released this at a later time and like kind of push something else. You know, something yeah, I can see what you're saying. Um, Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be fine. I mean, that'd um, be. I mean. I mean, this is a good time to get those games, like... Uh, I mean, they already have Mario Kart out, but, like, mm. something like Smash or something, you know, that came out on the Wii U that nobody else played, like Pikmin 3 or something. Mm. Or, you know, a Pikmin game. Anything. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would really love a Switch, like, a core Pikmin game. I, I would even take the remake from the Wii U. I mean, that's fine. Oh, yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think enough people got a chance to play that, especially big fans yeah. that, you know, looked at the Switch, or looked at the Wii U and were like, Ew, that's probably not going to do well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how this is going to do. Um, I think it's cool that Nintendo's, like, willing to make it at all. Mm-hmm. So, um kind of the success is not really important because they put their money behind it either way you know what i mean mm-hmm. um which is really cool but i just like you're saying i don't know like what what's the future of this you know what i mean right like how successful does it have to be to get a like labo 2 add-on or like um expanded content or whatever like uh it's it's not for me I'm I'm glad it's gonna exist, but it's like exactly. Um, I'm like it's a weird like it's a weird product. Yeah, I'm like this doesn't. I mean, I could see part of this working for me, something like the the robot thing, like. But I don't see myself getting up in front of the TV and wanting to do mm-hmm. do that. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. They could bring something out that could incorporate this that I could get behind. I really love the idea of making making these plastic toys just out of cardboard. Mm-hmm. That, that's cool. Because now, you know, you don't have to worry about, um, especially, like, retailers that buy this stuff. They don't have to worry about having 4,000 guns laying around. Or, right, you know, right. you don't have to worry about having the stupid fucking tennis racket around when all you wanted to buy was the steering wheel for the game or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can just make all this stuff, and then when you're done with your playthrough, throw it away and trade in what you want to trade in. And, you know, they can just buy, like, those sheets. They're pretty cheaper than, yeah. like, 10 bucks for, like, everything for the first core game. I mean, that's yeah. that's not bad. And even if you don't want to do that, you could look up plans online and you could cut your own out. That's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the creativity of being able to, like, customize your cardboard, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like, you can buy, like, washi tape and markers and all this stuff and, you know, decorate mm. it. I mean, it's yours, so make it personal. So, I think that's cool. But I, I just feel like this would have been really cool during the holiday, like, maybe next year mm-hmm. as an extra title. Yeah. But but it's not. It's coming out the same day as God of War. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Bold. You, yeah, bold. You can pick it up April 20th. Um... Yeah. Hopefully, it's it finds a good audience with uh, the kids that aren't allowed to play God of War. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's pretty much it for the games releasing between April 16th and 22nd. I'm sure there are things, some things we've missed. So uh, if you find any of those you think we should put them on our list, we'll put them in the missed games for uh, our next podcast. Just let us know over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll toss it out next week. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so yeah, we'll roll on into uh, kind of our like uh, demos and freebies section. Um, right now, there's a couple of cool things, especially on Xbox. Uh, yeah. Gotta have something. Gotta have some reason to get an Xbox, right? Uh, so you can get um, uh, this weekend for free. You can play uh, Halo Five Guardians and Skyrim on Xbox if you're a Gold subscriber. Um, yeah. And Skyrim also is available on uh, Steam from the 12th to the 16th. So pretty much for the uh, live listeners here. Yeah, yeah. This is just for the people who are who happen to watch. Well, I guess our, if you watch, you know, in the next day or so. Yeah, if you listen right as the podcast comes podcast comes out at eight, and then immediately go download and play, I guess you'll have a few hours. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, Skyrim. I don't know why you need to give out Skyrim for free at this point. Like everybody's played it and owns three copies. But uh, I guess they're trying to catch that point oh one percent of the market that hasn't. Um. Yeah, no doubt. Got like, it. Yeah, on every system. Yeah. God damn, um, we have it ever. But yeah, Halo Five Guardians could be a good a good end because I know the the newer Halo games have not really hit that that mass audience that Halo One through Three did. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can't talk about sales numbers, but it's certainly not in the conversation like they used to be. Um. So that's probably a smart move. And then uh, we have another free weekend, it looks like, for uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, right? Yeah. Um, it looks like for Ghost Recon Wildlands, they're just going to be um, doing the standard free weekend where you can play pretty much everything uh, from the 13th to the 15th. Um, mm-hmm. As well, I think you can... Um, they have a special operation, um, I think. I'm not sure if it's this weekend, but... Uh, you might it, you might be able to do the um, special operation that has uh, Sam Fisher from oh, yeah. Splinter Cell in it. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be a thing to, you know, take a look at. Um, experience Bolivia, especially with friends, you know, if you're looking for something cool to play this weekend. Um, looks like you'd be able to get that. Throughout the fi- runs through this weekend, throughout the 15th, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and moving right along as well, we have a few other um, just little things I wanted to toss in there. Uh, this weekend, Rockstar is running a um, times two GTA bucks and RP for GTA Online um, mm-hmm. for uh, certain missions, and uh, they call it a contraband week in GTA. But I know it runs through this weekend uh, until the sixteenth. So um, I think there is discounts on upgrades and bunkers and like housing type stuff and as well um more xp and cash for uh gun running cell missions um Mm -hmm. so got that going on as well um i heard that uh battlefield one is having a, a double xp weekend that you can get in on um on all the platforms of your choice so you can get in on that too. Uh, Battlefield okay. One still going strong. I don't know. I mean, how long has Battlefield One been out? It's been out since 2016, uh, a couple right? Of years. Um, 
16 sounds right. I think it was probably like closer to holiday 2016. Yeah, fall to holiday 2016 sounds right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I imagine we'll probably, we'll definitely hear, I think they've even said that we'll hear something new uh, Battlefield-wise at E3, which we've got coming mm-hmm. up in just a few months. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into the weekly news? Um, this is just stuff that right. we kind of find uh, interesting, and um, it's not necessarily the most important stuff, but it's just the stuff that we want to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So again, just like with the Miss games, if you have something that you think that we should talk about, uh, drop us a line over on Twitter, um, and you know we we'll work that in there. Uh, might even give you a shout out too. So that's uh, yeah, that's always cool. Cool. I'll let you go ahead and. Take the first. It, I, first one was mine, but I'll, I'll let you. We'll, we'll talk about it. So I'll let you. Edit. Yeah, there's there's gonna be some discussion on this one for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a. Uh, there was like a really big in-depth um, Kotaku article interviewing uh, Hangar Thirteen and the guys that worked on Mafia Three, mm-hmm. which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And just buried in that um, article was. Oh, by the way, um, there's, like, a studio, like, literally right next door to Hangar 13. Uh, 2K Studio is working on the next Bioshock game. It's like, and that's when shit. That's when everyone went, what? Yeah. Um, pants started to swell in the front and the back, and mm-hmm. we were all Most excited. Most of the back for me, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Jason over at Kotaku, uh, he was kind of the one that found out this little bit of information. He's like, among other details, I learned while reporting the story, right next to Hangar 13 is a top-secret 2K studio now working on a top-secret new Bioshock game. Um, mm-hmm. What that means, nobody knows. <laughs> I mean, like what, right. like, like, what could we know? I mean, this could be, um, this could be a side shot. This could be... Uh, I mean, to me, what it would feel like is they're trying to get someone on board. They're trying to, you know, capture lightning again. Right. And they're having someone else work on it. Because it's not, from what I understand, it's not um, Ghost Story Games, which is what um, uh, Irrational turned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this would certainly be a new location. Um, if yeah. they did move whatever was surviving of Irrational, which, you know, it's probably just a new studio, because that's what they did with Hangar 13. Right, I'm trying to... Uh, Hangar 13 is based in... Is, is it Germany? Oh, no. They're in... Um, I think they're in, like, Texas or something. Um, Nevada, maybe? Really? Let me look. Um, Hangar 13... Um, hold on. This is harder than it should be. I mean, everything I'm seeing right now that is a hireable position at Hangar 13 is Czech Republic. Uh, They have one studio in the Czech Republic and one in Novato, California. Okay, so we assume that this is the one in California. Yes. Heavily assumed. Um... Yeah, I mean, it. I, I don't know. I I can't. I can't really, um, like, 
cast a good opinion on what we would be like what's expected of the studio since a we don't know is like we don't know is this kind of like people that were hired that were let go from irrational like mm-hmm. is this kind of like the bare bones like this is now even though they were fired and now rehired but this is what's left of irrational or is it you know just all new and now they're just looking at you know let's see what we can do with this property um mm-hmm. obviously it's a very lucrative property that gamers want you know, yeah i really expected this this game to go the way of like uh, like half-life or something where mm-hmm. it's like you know we got these great games oh guess what now we don't have any never to be heard from again right yeah. um I, I don't know. I, that's just what I expected. But, um, I don't know. I guess there's still a pulse, whether it be, uh, whether something terrible comes out of this, which, you know, part of me on my inside is like, kind of like, you know, don't mess with it. Like, Infinite was such a high note mm-hmm. to go out, out on. And, like, you get the realization of all of the games in, in Infinite. And mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of, I thought that was super, super special. Yeah, the whole concept of, like... Um, well, yeah, Bioshock has always been interesting. Like, the first game is, um, you know, you're you're only doing this because we tell you to. Right. And you have no choice because you're trapped in a game, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, Bioshock 2, I think, was just, like, a secretly an amazing game. <laughs> um, it didn't really hit those same, uh, like, story notes, I don't think. Um, and it's it, it certainly... Uh, it was it had it was a better game, but it was not a better story. It didn't have a better point than Bioshock One. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So it's that type of thing, which is like, uh, Bioshock Two. It, like it was really hard to follow up, and it wasn't the same studio. So I can see what where it went. You know what I mean? Um. But Bioshock Two is an amazing game, and then. Uh, Infinite, again, had some, like, uh, conceptual problems, but what they were getting at, like, the larger um, principle of the game, I guess, was all of this has happened before, it'll happen again, and you're going to keep doing it forever, because this is what you're destined to do. Yeah. Which is, again, kind of getting at that thing of, like, you're a gamer, you play this game, you kill this guy because I told you to, and then you're just going to keep playing games forever. That's just what you do, is play games. It's very good. It's, yeah, it's super, like, it's super deep. Uh, yeah. Like, it's almost personally offensive on the way mm. it comes off, and it's like, yeah, it, it's just poking fun at us because we're doing exactly what they tell us to do. And that's right. amazing. Um, but, I mean, who knows what this means for this new top secret. I, I'm pretty sure we'll hear, I, I would love for this to be a surprise at E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, just I'm, get like a shot of, uh, I don't know what would be a good city. We had underwater, we had floating, maybe uh, like a city like built on the inside of a mountain or something. Yeah, or like a city in the sand, or that'd be cool. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm getting pretty Naruto about this of like the oh. <laughs> hidden, hidden in the leaves. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of ways that they could go about it, but it could be. Um, they could take a piece off of... There is a 
I thought there was a movie coming out where the cities are built on the backs of vehicles and they drive around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's like a Peter Jackson movie or something. It's a Peter Jackson it? movie. I don't remember. Mortal what. Engines. Yeah. When the fuck's that supposed to come out? That looked cool. It's fucking better hurry up. Yeah, I know, right? I can't um, believe there's not a Bioshock movie, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, crazy. how's that not happened? I thought that's I mean, I'm glad it hasn't. It, w- it would be horrible, probably, but... Well, I thought that was the direction they were going when they laid everyone off. He said he wanted to focus on, like, film or something, didn't he? Uh, he was he was working on writing movies. Yeah. Um, How'd that go? It didn't. Yeah, exactly. He did a couple <laughs> rewrites, and they got rid of him to get somebody else to do it, so... Very odd. It's for the uh, Logan's Run reboot. So, I don't know that that necessarily has to be done. <laughs> right. Either way. Uh, but, yeah, we will definitely keep uh, checking back on this. And um, I, I'm just, I'm so, I almost have my, my myself since hearing about it, like, expecting something <laughs> at E3 yeah. from this. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be disappointed. But uh, yeah. if I do, I'll probably just shit myself and then fall asleep. Yeah, just instantly it'll put you to bed. Yeah. Well, that's all I got out of me today. That's, Goodbye. Uh, that's all the energy I had stored up. Uh, so I'm going to shit myself and fall asleep. Hmm. Yeah, thank you, do. <coughs> cool. Um, and next, yeah, right. we'll move on from yeah. that. Uh, go ahead. So we've got some uh, good solid deets on uh, where Xbox and Microsoft are kind of moving next for the backwards compatibility. Right. Um. Which I'm I'm very glad that they're they're sticking to this because it kind of seemed like they had that big push where they added uh, the first Nice Old Republic game and then they were like, all right, there's backwards compatibility. See ya. Yeah, that's, and then they were adding that's been like fun. they would add a few like not particularly in demand games every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I would see um, a consistent list of games coming out, but it was nothing that was like at the level special. of the yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So, the uh, 360 games that are getting Xbox One X enhanced updates. So, this is pretty cool. Um, they're going to have, you know, the not native 4K, but they're going to stream as 4K. Um, so, we're going to get uh, Darksiders, the first Darksiders, Gears of War 2, Portal 2, Red Dead Redemption, uh, Sonic Generations, and Star Wars Force Unleashed. Uh, yeah. All those got 1X enhancements on the 10th, so that's already happened. Yep. Um, I've seen some Red Dead Redemption 4K screenshots, and it's amazing. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah, on uh, April 17th, uh, toward the end of the week, we're going to get... Um, or I guess that's on Tuesday, isn't it? Uh, we're going to get um, the original Xbox games Blinks the Time Sweeper. Oh, boy. Breakdown. Oh, boy. Uh, ooh, Conquer Alive and Reloaded. That's Conquer! Yep. Uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind. That's cool. uh, Elder Scrolls 3. Yep. Hunter the Reckoning. Very uh, good that- game. Can't remember that one. It's a. I don't know uh, if I that. It, it's it's kind of like a. Um, it, it it's kind of like one of those loot um, like pulled back oh, like third Diablo style yeah. game, but it has like it just has a great story. I remember playing it with okay. Pasty and a bunch cool. of other people. It's it's a great That's game. A good one. Yeah. Um. Well, along with those, uh, Jade Empire, very good. Very good. Um, Panzer Dragoon Orta, and uh, SSX three. Um, so this will be on the 17th, so next Tuesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the 26th, a week after that, um, we're going to get Destroy All Humans. Good game. Mm-hmm. Full Spectrum Warrior. Mercenaries. Playground of Destruction. Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, MX Unleashed. 
Uh, that was a Bioware game, I believe. Uh, kind of like a weird uh, third-person action platformer. Panzer Elite Action Fields of Glory I, in Europe. I think MX. I think MX Unleashed was a uh, dirt biking game. Oh, was it? I think oh, it was I'm, a yeah, I'm thinking of like M3 or something. Um, look into that. Yep. Uh, also, getting Star Wars Battlefront One and Two. Is dirt biking very game. extremely good? Yeah, it is a dirt bike game. Okay. Yeah, the twenty sixth um, is the like the date for Destroy All Humans, Mercenaries, and Star Wars. That's what you're getting. Because, uh, holy cow. Several Star Wars. I mean, a lot of Star Wars games. We're getting, um, yeah, Battlefront 1 and 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Old Republic 2, thank you very much, and Republic Commando. Hell yeah. Huge. Republic Commando's my favorite first-person shooter. Nice. Like, hands down. Um, so there's some very good stuff coming out. Those are big titles, though. Like, <clears throat> Coder 2 is in there, Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. 1 and 2. MX Unleashed was a decent game. I mean, I bought that when it came, like, the day it came Okay, out. that was, it was even weirder than I thought. MDK2 is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Well, there's several Bioware games is why I thought it was Bioware, so. But Mercenaries, that's a, if, like, you're too young to know and have a chance to play Mercenaries, check that out. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Very um, good. Why, where, like... Where did that go? Where did mercenaries end up going? Uh, just they got absorbed. I mean, that was a pandemic, right? I think it was. Um, they just didn't stick around. Yeah, that's that's sad. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into I'm gonna look into that really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Playground of Destruction came out uh, January 11th, 2005. Uh, developed by Pandemic and published by LucasArts. Huh. So, it was it was fucked, and then it was double fucked, right? Got him. Boom, boom. Yep. As, as far as I know. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, very good one to get back to. And there so, was a, a Mercenaries 2 as well. So, I imagine most of these Star Wars games were done by LucasArts, right? Um, well, yeah. Then this I mean, is... they would, everything would have had to have been released by LucasArts. Not to say that LucasArts made it. Right, right. Uh, but Battlefront yeah. 1 and 2 were both pandemic as well. Yeah, um, so this is like this is like a, a LucasArts like, release day for backwards compatible much. games. LucasArts and Bioware's got a, quite a few in there. Because guess what else? At least. Guess what else they did? Destroy all humans. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that was LucasArts. God damn. This is all Pandemic and... Uh, uh, I think LucasArts was Pandemic's only publisher for the most part. Oh, really? I'm going to look into that. Um, oh, that's cool. The la- yeah, I mean, Well, the last thing that they showed that they did was um, uh, The Saboteur, mm-hmm. which was a game that was like a black and white... Um, I think it was a French yeah. sniper assassin during World War II, and he brings his country back to color by... Mm-hmm taking out the enemy um but mercenary 3 no limits was on their list of canceled games mm. that's said published by ea though okay yeah ea was apparently pandemic's parent company mm-hmm. um well it was independent in 1998 between 2007 and 9 it was uh wholly owned by ea mm-hmm. um 
So that's weird. Yeah, I mean, this... Very interesting, though. Like, all of these games... Um, they worked on a ton of good shit. It was, this is, like, a pandemic release day. Like, there's, what, Panzer yeah. Elite MX and... Of course, like, um, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Um, well, Pandemic was, uh, yeah, Battlefront 1 and 2. Mercenaries, yeah. Destroy All Humans, Full Spectrum. Yep. I mean, they're all, like, all these belong to yeah. Pandemic. That's crazy. Wow, they were in the works. It was canceled for a Mercenaries 3. Yeah, that hits hard, because sure. Mercenaries 1 and 2 were so much fun. Whoa, they were also going to make the... the uh, first open world batman game yeah that was canceled holy the shit. one that was just titled the dark knight yeah wow yeah that could have been some great games could have been different great games could have been different what even drove these guys to shipsville to what what drove them straight to downtown shipsville um i don't know it was uh in february of 2005 uh, them and Bioware joined forces. Um, both companies retained their brand and identities. It was announced that VG Holding Corp., the owners of Bioware and Pandemic, was acquired by uh, e- EA. Uh, right. EA. Um, in February 2009, the Pandemic office in Brisbane, Australia, was shut down. In November of 2009, uh, EA cut 1,500 oh. jobs at various studios, including shutting down Pandemic. So, yeah, it was just EA going, well, yeah. we don't need this anymore. Yep. That's fucking uh, on, rough, man. On uh, on November 17th, 2009, EA officially confirmed Pandemic Studios' closure, laying off all 228 employees. They absorbed 35 Pandemic employees into their EA Los Angeles studio to support the saboteur. Damn. Um, in response, a few former employees of Pandemic created an office space-style video where they were shown smashing their office printer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, over a dozen former Pandemic developers are now working at 343, working on Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary and Halo 4. Interesting. Other former employees have gone on to work for Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Respawn, and Blendo Games, and many more. That kind of hurts, though, because all those guys went on to yeah. things that I would not have liked to have seen them. Don't really They, like. they would not have went on to, I don't think, mm. play and make those kind of games if Damn, Pandemic if you look at blasted if you look in the at ass. the yeah, if you look at defunct, so at the bottom I'm looking at a Wikipedia article. The bottom of this Wikipedia article talks about defunct EA Studios, Bullfrog Productions. So that was um, what would go on to become uh, uh, the Fable Studio. Oh, okay. EA Black Box, EA Bright Light. So Black those were Box. Two of their Black, internal studios. Black Box hits hard because those are the guys who created Skate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, EA Bright Light, EA Chicago, EA Pacific, EA Phenomic, EA Salt Lake, EA Sports, Big, which is yeah. a different studio, Kesmai, Mythic Entertainment, Mythic. which was pushed into Bioware, Origin Systems, uh, which, you know, they, they kind of kept the name, but those are the guys that made Ultima and uh, Wing Commander. They shut oh. that shit down. Yeah. Um, we got Pandemic, of course, Playfish, Visceral Games, and Westwood Studios huge names that they're just like bye shit can oh yeah oh you guys aren't like integral yeah, playfish, to us, uh, like playfish was a uh, social network game maker um, um sim looks, social sim city social it looks and like NFL westwood primarily took care of um rts early rts yeah like command and conquer mm-hmm. yep so it's like all the way back shit. to 86 
Yeah. Maybe. Westwood was old, dude. Westwood wow. helped launch EA. Yeah. Um, D- they, so. they did some D&D games, Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. They had the first, uh, one of the first D&D digital games licenses. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty wild. Um, I don't it's, understand it's how they... It's kind of sad to see some of that I don't stuff. understand how they can't keep those properties afloat. With how much they're pulling down, man? Well, they want... It's like, they don't care if it's a beloved franchise or whatever. They want X number of dollars. And if you can't do X number of dollars, we don't want it. Yeah. And it's... I mean, a lot of the stuff, like RTS games in particular, just do not hold money anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's shocking that they made the new Age of Empires... Uh, well, they redid Age of Empires 1, and it's shocking that they are making an Age of Empires 4. But, I mean, talking about things like, like I guess specifically like Pandemic, like Visceral, like fucking EA Black Box, like, go into any, like, like I said before, go into any, like, EA video comment. There's going to be something in there like, hey, where's uh, Skate Force? You'll find mm-hmm. that in, like, every single thing. doesn't matter what, usually what game it is. Mm-hmm. And even, like, EA Sports, like, big, I understand the closure of that one because they have, like, they have EA, um, what's the one, Tiburon, they have, like, that works solely on sports titles and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but big was literally their, that was every sports game that was ever created from EA in, like, early 2000s on. Mm-hmm. Like ever, like I remember that opening in my head, like them just going uh, EA Sports big, and it was like made this like weird noise. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was like a whole <laughs> fucking thing, and then they're just like, "Well, we need that." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's kind of crazy that it's just it's, it's gone. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well, that turned into a. RIP session real quick, didn't it? It really did. But, uh, yeah, there's some really good stuff in there. I mean, specifically, um, you know, Morrowind, Jade Empire, um, the, uh, all <laughs> yeah. the Star Wars games. Well, yeah, go back to the... The good ones? Go back to the list of uh, of the games that are releasing on the date. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really got sidetracked on that. But, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out. I mean, Very good the, stuff. the ones that are already out, like Red Dead, that's awesome. And then, um, you know, definitely... Go check out some of those Star Wars titles if you never had a chance to check out Knights of the Republic 2, Mercenaries, or um, even like Destroy All Humans. That's a fun. That was a fun game. Mm-hmm. Some good ones. Speaking of a fun game, uh huh. <laughs> you did get a chance uh, to play, right? Yeah, I did. I did finally play a little bit of this, and I can I can talk a little bit of that. Um, it's a uh, it's it's. Uh, sea of Thieves. Uh, there's been like a good roadmap of like, okay, here's the kind of content we want to work on, and I'll I'll cruise through this, and then I'll talk about, um, I guess, uh, kind of my experience with it. Um, so they said, you know, we've we, it's been about a month since we released Sea of Thieves. A lot has happened since then. We're listening. Um, we're gonna grow and evolve the game with feedback from our community. So let's talk about how we're going to do this. Uh, so first off, as we look to add to the game, we'll be purposeful about the type of experience we want to create. Um, at the same time, we have also been listening to everyone playing the game. When considering what to add to our plans, we consider how we can impact the following. One, bringing players together in interesting ways. Two, enriching the world that players adventure in. Three, giving players new ways to play. Four, giving players a variety of goals and rewards. They definitely need to do that. And then uh, finally, uh, broadening the journey to Pirate Legend and beyond, which is basically... Um, 
kind of like uh i guess the easiest way to do it is the easiest comparison to make is um the destiny system where like in this game you rank up based on your um i guess your your rank between these three different um like organizations so as they think more and more of you you level up like discreetly within their organizations so like um, there's like a necromancy cult that wants you to go out and kill skeletons and bring back their skulls so they can study how these like undead beasts are adapting and evolving and shit, which is really cool. There's these guys that are obsessed with gold and they just like talk about gold all the time. So classic. And then there's like a merchant organization that wants you to, to move goods around. Um, so between those two, like I'm level two with, uh, the necromancers level three with the golds and level one with the merchants. So, like, when you hit level cap with all of them, that's when you become the pirate legend rank. But otherwise, your character does not level up separately. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you're just working toward that. Right. You know, like, way at the block toward the final goal, mm-hmm. kind of. Cool. Yeah. And, um, but, like, between those three, the missions that each group gives you is essentially the same mission over and over again forever. So, that's a little problematic. Um, right. It's like, go kill a bunch of skeletons and then kill the boss skeleton and take a skull. Or... Go to this island. There's a treasure chest on it. Get the treasure chest and sell it to me. Or pick up two chickens. Take them to this island and let them out. Like, and you just do that over and over again. That's the whole game. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, like Destiny, it can be fun if you have a good crew that you're playing with. If you're making your own fun, kind of. Right, um, right. Like doing your own weird shit. Like launching yourself out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like steering your ship into a storm. And like you run up against some rocks. You have to like patch the ship really quickly while you're trying to get back. So there's a lot of cool stuff you can do there, but like the game at its core does not have a lot going on. You have to make it fun, you know, and it's almost impossible to play solo. Yeah, it's very difficult. We are seeing a, like an influx of games like that though, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, yeah. to me, the first one, of course, was uh, No Man's Sky. Like, if mm-hmm. if people wouldn't have complained about it and would have made their own fun if they had the ability to team mm-hmm. up, like some of us thought. You know, like a lot of people thought they would be able to. Um, right. I, I think it might have changed that game entirely. Because those people would have made fun, their own fun, like, you know, by flying around in space or whatever. But I don't know. That's interesting. And it's cool mm-hmm. to see that these guys are surviving um, through that. I've heard a lot of, like, people with those are, kind of, like, complaining, but it is kind of just, like, it kind of feels like shit posting, you know? Mm-hmm. Just complaining for the sake of complaining. Um, because the game, it looks cool. I heard it's, you know, it, it's doing a lot better than, um, they projected. So that's, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, right. And they definitely like, they move very aggressively to, um, like get the game out there basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you are playing Xbox there, you have a way to be playing the game right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Additionally, like, it's also available on PC, so that's the entire market is open. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically what they're saying is, um, you know, right now we're addressing top bugs and feedbacks th- throughout April. But uh, in May, we want to focus our, uh, you know, shift our focus to new content. Um, so the first content update called The Hungering Deep will release in May. Um, there's going to be a new AI threat, so I'm assuming like a Kraken or some shit. Hell yeah. Um, we will also be introducing a number of new mechanics to assist players on their adventure, unique rewards you can earn as part of an event. Um, 
Uh, there will be unique rewards. I already said that. Beyond this, we'll begin our weekly events program during May where we're going to introduce new mechanics and give players new ways to play with weekly events and rewards. So I'll be interested to see what that means. Yeah, um, nice. In the summer months, we're going to have two more content updates called uh, Curse Sales, which will include new ship types, and Forsaken Shores, which introduce players to a new part of the world to explore. And all this is, um, of course, like free update. Oh, yeah, so, it's all going to be free content drops, right? Yeah. Um, as we said, we don't want to do anything to separate players, so all content updates will be available to all players at no additional cost. There it is. Um, yeah, so uh, they're basically saying, like, this has been a lot bigger than we thought. We've got a ton of feedback. We're talking. We're looking at pets. We're looking at ship captaincy. Yeah, um, so like really cool. you get like a, a unique customized ship for you. Like it's already true that you have like when you start the game. Basically, you say you have your character, which was randomly generated, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, do you want to be in a merchant ship or a sloop? And the merchant ship requires probably three or four people to pilot and the sloop requires probably one or two and uh really you need two but um you can you can play solo on a sloop uh and it's like you it spawns in the ship and you can put your customization on it or whatever but like you don't really have that feeling of ownership of it um, right it's not really yours it's just because it's just two ships ship. that spawn in right right so they're giving so, you that feeling of ownership of like okay why would i be a pirate king without a ship like that doesn't make sense right like without a named like unique ship right you know? um so yeah i definitely understand where they're coming from with that so that'd be that'd be a cool addition i think it'd be really cool if they added housing but if they can make if you can make like a custom room in your ship for you to live in that would be player housing as far as i'm concerned right yeah so, that'd be fine um, yeah, it's definitely cool um i'm, I'm like it was a really interesting game. Um, it's it's something that I, I can see having a big future ahead of it. Like, they have a really good framework to be built on. Oh, yeah. But if it was the kind of thing where if you heard today that, oh, that's the whole game, that's what we've got, it'd be like, ooh, that was, that was not good. Um, it needs more. Yeah. But it's a really good start, you know? Yeah, it's definitely one of those games that I've been interested in picking up i thought that their gamer pass was on pc as well but mm, but it's not I th it's a different thing yeah i mean you can't pay that like basically 10 bucks and then have all these games on pc as well mm. i thought oh you well they also get you on gold that's why you have to be gold to have game pass yeah i, I was looking it up and so. i was like what are the steps you need to do that like if i was on pc mm. like i would buy gold and i would buy game pass yeah to just be able to play this with you guys from PC. But I, I, I was looking around and I couldn't find actual steps to buy, you know, like, okay, you, you know, download this launcher or whatever and then go from here to here. So maybe I need to do a little more looking so maybe I can, because I know quite a few people who okay. are playing this. Um, yeah. So, and I'm kind of interested. So maybe that'll be something that we'll look into um, going, mm -hmm. going forward. You know, like we do have, like I said, we have, got a war coming up in the Detroit and like beyond. And of course, like the weekend, I always dedicate my own stream to, you know, weekends kind of for whatever I want to do, whether it be gaming with other people, like whatever mm. game or whatever. So it could be a thing, um, for going forward for me too. So that could be cool. Um, I mean, we don't game too much together, so that'd be, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. That's true. 
Cool. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. It looks like they have more. Um, after the curse sails the summer, they have the Forsaken Shore, and then they have mm-hmm. Fall, Winter, Fall, Winter, and Fall, Winter um, huh. on the map, on the roadmap here uh, at the yeah. very top of that page. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. They have yeah. they have a lot of stuff uh, a lot of stuff planned out. Cool. Uh, up next, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which you might have heard that they Mm-mm-mm. nixed that old uh, microtransaction. More than that, uh, you can now uh, Ewok Hunt! Ewok Hunt mode is uh, My man. is now a thing. It's a mode in, uh, which um, is part of the Night on Endor update uh, that's coming here in... Just a couple more days, the 18th. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be Wednesday, I guess. Um, you have the Andorians ambushing uh, a hapless uh, Imperial Stormtrooper uh, trying to survive from the attack. Uh, so the new mode, the Ewok Hunt, you start as an Ewok or in a group of Stormtroopers. Um, so it's basically kind of like... Uh, it's basically Ewoks versus Stormtroopers at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I did not see that coming. I did not see Ewoks no, coming at all. No, absolutely so, not. I mean, I I can't wait for in a few months when we get um, Jar Jar in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait for that. I I swear to God, if that's their, <laughs> one of their big announcements at E3, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. And they'll be like, oh, and you're wondering what we're doing for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And then it's just stupid Jar Jar. Like, mm-hmm. it just, he's like, what? Like making dumb noises and looking around. Misa here to ruin your game. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need right there. <laughs> um, that's what we need. Finally, <laughs> they'd be like, like I could already hear people like, well, it's been sitting on my shelf, but now I'm just gonna straight up sell it because I mean they might have taken away. No, um, unsellable. I, you have to destroy it. <laughs> they might have taken away uh, microtransactions, but they added something worse. So much infinitely worse. So, have you had a chance to play since the uh, update and everything? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I've been trying to, mm-hmm. and it's just there's too much other stuff around, you know. Right. Um. um so yeah. I'm trying to see when they. Uh, I'm trying to see when this is supposed. Is this a thing now? Um, I'm not sure when that's gonna hit. Um. The update is referenced a lot. April 18th. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not seeing it. It's in the uh, second sentence. Night of the Endor. Night on Endor update on April 18th. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's not easily... uh, It's not easy to see. I can tell you that. Yeah. Should probably bolt that. Um, But yeah, I am interested to see... uh, I actually, it, I was sitting on this game for a long time, not playing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone to play it with, and then as soon as I got rid of it, it well, you, started getting good. Yeah, you were like, "Hey, you want to play that?" I'm like, <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think I'll be going back to it unless I can catch it on like a sale. Like, well, it'd have to I'm do something wild. Twenty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah I'd have to do something really crazy. Um, and you know, a lot of people wanted me to play or whatever, but. Um, I do like seeing because I fully supported the game. I I still fully support the game. I, you know, from launch, I still think it was a great game. After playing it 
uh, after going to see The Last Jedi and then coming home and playing this and then, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the planet and everything, you know, from a different angle. Um, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff and they're just, they're continuing to build off of it. So hopefully, um, taking out the microtransaction, adding all this other cool stuff, maybe it'll uh, drive some of these people that play the Star Wars game because it's actually good. It's not bad. The story was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all the extras that you can do playing as, you know, some of these badass characters. It was a good time. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's definitely cool to see it grow. For sure. Um, it's something that I'm, um, like, a, a competitive multiplayer first-person shooter is never going to be my main thing. Right. Um, it was able to capture some of the stuff that I really liked about the old Battlefront games that the first game definitely didn't even attempt. So, like, I'm willing to give this game the benefit of the doubt in a lot of ways that a lot of people were not willing to give it. Um, But, like, I definitely don't hold that against anybody. Like, I 100% understand why this is not a lot of people's cup of tea, you know? Right, right. Um, And it's like, it really did, it, it, it really did miss out in a lot of ways. And it's, the company just refuses sort of to get on board with what people actually want, which is like, okay, go look at how Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 and the original releases were made, and then just fucking make that. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's not really ever going to happen, because they killed the company that did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they really need... Um, like, I think one of the big things that would, I think, help, instead of trying to remake what is lost, like, let's move mm-hmm. in a new direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? Uh, I mean, you're not going to... Like, it's the same it's thing... Done. Yeah, looking at, like, what we're seeing with this new secret company working on something Bioshock-related. I'm just yeah. like, is that a good idea? I mean, yeah. it could be a good idea. But guess what? Like, the main director of, like, everything Bioshock, he isn't mm-hmm. there. Right. Like, I mean, you're do like, it's kind of like treading in, uh, mm. like, pretty rough waters here. You, you never, you don't know what you're gonna, you don't know where you're gonna end up. And I mean, it could be good, but if the history proves right, it probably won't be good. Correct. Um, so. It's it's just like you, you can only ask people to have like to give you the benefit of the doubt and have faith like so many times. Right. And, like they've kind of worn that out at this point. Yeah. Especially um, yeah, EA especially. I mean, they've been kind EA of especially a, a focal point of us talking about yeah. shitty things that they've done during this podcast already. So that is correct. So, eh, it is what it is. Cool. Um, moving right along, Friday the 13th is introducing a new counselor. Um, her name is Victoria Sterling. Uh, mm. She is a, a pretty... She's basically uh, Chad, the dick character. <laughs> uh, Breaking in, Chad. In, in, in female form. Um, she has really high luck, um, and her next two highest stats are a tie for stamina and stealth. Um, so she's good at hiding, she's good at running, she's very lucky, she's not good at anything else. If you need her to carry yeah. something, if you need her to fix something, she's not the person to go to, and she will probably run on you if you get capped, or if you get uh, caught. So don't expect her <laughs> to turn around and try to uh, help you escape. She'll, <laughs> uh, she'll screw you over. Um, the, the admin here on the forum that is a... Um, I believe is a member of the um, 
gun media team, uh, has went on saying that Victoria will be added at no additional cost during the next update, and uh, but she will not have any access to any of the premium DLC clothing packs. As she's a new character, they didn't create those DLC clothing for the new character. They just made them for okay. all the existing characters when it was created. So moving yeah. forward, we'll see new clothing options for her, of course. But um, hmm. this game's really made it a long way. I mean, it's fixing its problems. It had a really big problem with... Uh, mm-hmm. Had a really big problem with um, they have one of the items to escape Jason is a pocket knife. So when he picks you up by the throat and he's choking you, you pull it out of your pocket and stab him in the neck. Um, they had a really big yeah. problem with having too many of those in every map. So mm-hmm. every time you p- Jason picked someone up, stabbed in the neck, they would run away. Jason would catch him again, yeah. pick him up, stab him in the neck, and they would just have three pocket knives on them so they could just always get away. Um, yeah. making the game literally not fun for Jason. If there are, you know, seven other character, seven players, other players you're supposed to catch, and every time you pick them up, they stab you. Yeah. It's not fun. Um, we ran, yeah. I ran into that while playing in a party, and um, I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm good. And I actually haven't been back since. So, um, okay, you I know, see some some minor issues there. They they have a. They have they've implemented some new updates, so maybe or some new things. So maybe after this, I know they fixed that, which was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe after they add this character, I'll get back and uh, check it all out again. One of the things that they added was uh, Jason can now you can select his weapon for his skin, whereas the weapon was already tied to the skin. So mm-hmm. if you pick Jason from like uh, the what was it, Jason in Manhattan, he had um, like a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I can't remember if that's correct or not, but, you know, his yeah. weapon, you can pick whatever you want. So if you want the traditional machete, you can have that. If you want the spike, you can pick that, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, that, yeah, they've they, they made some good... Um, they've made some good changes. That, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And they're still going forward with it, you know? There's yeah, still company. I mean, again, like, companies, I think, of um, as much as, like... People definitely have fair complaints with the way that a lot of companies act now, which it's like, you know, spend five bucks to get your character to have a blue shirt on. You know what I mean? Like, right. I definitely agree with that being an issue, but like companies have gotten a lot, a lot better at like supporting their games mm-hmm. and like just offering like, frankly, too many like updates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just keep going on that shit. They don't give up on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I do like that. Um, where they like they'll stick to their guns if the game is like surviving, and we do have a story of a game that certainly didn't do that, a company that didn't do that. But um, right. you know, for the most part, like that's a really good new direction that companies have been going in. Um, right. So um, we yeah we man, these guys they're they're not only doing that, but they're fully hard at work on um, the virtual I'm fully cabin hard at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're just, they've thrown everything into doing the virtual cabin, uh, mm-hmm. of course, doing updates for the multiplayer, and as well, they're working on a single player. Yeah, that's so, really cool. And I've seen the single player where you play as Jason, and you have to mm-hmm. um, distract the AI. Like, you wait, mm-hmm. there's several times that you can kill these guys, and you get to pick your chance. You know, you can miss the chance and scare the other people in the group Shit. or you know you can be stealthy and pick them off one by one um i saw mm-hmm. this scene where a car pulls up and it has two guys and they're like oh man 
there's something wrong with the engine, so they pop the hood, and the other guy's like, well, I'm going to go take a piss. So Jason goes and hunts that, the guy yeah. who's taking a piss and jams yep. his face onto a tree branch that's broken. Just, sure. And the other guy ends up checking under the car. And when he's mm. under the car with the tire off, changing the tire, Jason walks up and looks at him, and the guy goes, what? And he kicks the jack out from under the car, dropping the fucking oh, shit. The, the rotor and the brake right on his head. I like that. I was like, oh, damn. That was a thing. So, you know. <laughs> nice. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I think that mode's going to be... Um, I think that's going to... Like, if they turn around and do um, like an all-DLC Game of the Year thing when that comes out... Uh, they could mm-hmm. sell. They could probably move quite a few copies of this game. Um, Hell yeah! With the new mode, you know, grabbing those single player guys. Yeah, man. Hell yeah! That's cool. I like that a lot. <coughs> cool. And uh, uh, so, yeah, continuing on, um, we got some news on uh, the Banner Saga three. Um, I know in the past, I think I the last Banner Saga update was that all three games are going to be released on the Switch. Um, yeah. Well, now we know when number three is going to come out in general. And uh, actually, I, I guess we'll have to wait till the end of this uh, video to see if it mentions if it's going to be day one on the Switch. Um, but yeah, so uh, Banner Saga 3. Um, finally, uh, I, I believe this that Banner Saga 3 is the conclusion of the story. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it is. It's the, the end of the trilogy. It's coming out on uh, July 24th of this year. So um, what are what are we missing by not playing Banner Saga? It looks what? like it's PC only for now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think that was the whole thing for Banner Saga, almost like all together, right? Well, it's always PC first. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, this did well enough. Let's pop it over here. Right, right. So uh, it's because it was all kickstarted. That's why. Okay. Right. I was looking into it. Was this kickstarted um, as one big game, and then they cut it into thirds, or what? I'm not 100% sure. I think it was kickstarted as a trilogy, and they said, let's see how this one goes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's basically, um, I mean, it's got a very extremely good art. Uh, it's former Bioware employees, so um, that's why they got my money. Of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's uh, it's a strategy tactics, um, not really role-playing. You don't play as a particular character. You kind of hop around. You don't really... Um, I mean, you customize your characters as you're playing, but you don't have somebody that you're like personally tweaking, like this is my guy or anything. <laughs> I know? I do want to stop this video right back here where they're hiding behind the tree. Uh-huh. And I, I just, I, we're on the 17 second mark. Just uh-huh. that female archer is... <laughs> yeah, the face. Like, oh, what is no. behind the tree? <laughs> Everybody be really quiet. Huh? <laughs> She's like she's a she's a real wet noodle in the game too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you play as like you, you'll take command of a couple like important uh, characters and kind of hop around and just bring their stories together that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool. I mean, like the, I like the story. of This it's like a kind of Norse, uh, not really Viking, but it's that that type of um, Scandinavian. Uh, like world system i guess um but it's it's very interesting and it's like the there's this huge sprawling world that is um like slowly falling apart um the the kingdoms are being less and less able to communicate with each other civil wars are all over the place um 
it's it's uh it's very interesting yeah like man i've watched i've seen banner saga for a long time and i've it's been one of those games that i'm like man this looks really cool Mm -hmm. why am i not playing it and then it comes out and i just I, i don't hear much about it yeah until yeah you know like we're ready for the next game and then by the time it comes out i don't hear it so i don't know maybe banner saga 3 you know i'll pick up that um that pack that we were talking about uh, yeah, I mean that could yeah. be a good one. On uh, I, I definitely think Switch would be like a perfect system for this. Like the ideal place for this. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend that for people. Um, I mean, if it was close to any game, what would you put it close to? It's a little bit Final Fantasy Tactics, but not quite because that's that's more role playing. Would you um, kind of rank it kind of like over by Fire Emblem in that range? Yeah, probably. Where yeah, it's like I, he, I, I would you say... have heroes and then and then you know it's an arc, it, like a real time strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it leans more in that direction. I would I would say. Cool. Yeah, looks awesome. Um, definitely. Yeah, d- definitely go check that out. Um, that date was July twenty fourth for PC mm-hmm. slash Mac. Um, yep. Not just a normal slash. The guitarist slash. It's a picture of his mm-hmm. head in between PC and... Correct. That's correct. Right. All right. Uh, chugging right along, we have... Uh, I don't, we talked about this, and I was like, I'm not sure if we're going to make this a thing. And then I was like, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. We're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto. Um, mm-hmm. Because they were kind of talked about as being uh, the most profitable entertainment product of all time. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that was super interesting. Uh, released back September 2013, is has sold 90 million units, amassing six billion, making it the high gro- highest grossing media title to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even believe this game came back. I came out all the way back in 2013. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, a long um, time. Well, it's it's you know they they kept it up to date, releasing it on the newer systems, uh, adding in that first person mode. Yeah. Um, you know, it came to PC late, didn't it? Well, it, I think it came to PC slightly later, but they, they did the traditional Rockstar thing of, you know, this is our game's coming out when we want it to come out. It's not when your correct. console generation's over. So they released, correct. released it at the ass end of the last generation, and then when the next generation came around, I'm not sure if the PC edition was out before the PS4, Xbox One version. Or if it came mm. out the same time as they just waited until they were releasing it on next gen to release it on mm. PC. I can't remember, but that it, okay. it's probably um, it's probably likely that they did. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Um, this article goes on to say, you know, to put it in perspective, it has beaten every film ever made. Movies such as Star Wars and Gone with the Wind have not come close to Grand Theft Auto V's sales even when mm-hmm. adjusted to inflation and taking DVD and streaming sales into account. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's big. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, looking at <laughs> looking at the numbers, though, um, its budget was $265 million, which was, of course, the most expensive game ever developed. Mm-hmm. But it came, became the fastest-selling entertainment property of all time, grossing... Uh, 800 million in 24 hours and a billion in three days. Yeah. Those numbers Which, are... It shows, like... I, I don't know if that's good or bad because it's... Mm-hmm. Rock, you know, Rockstar... 
I can't tell because people don't subjectively look at the company like like we do or the you know hardcore gamer does but mm-hmm. the people who are just like I like shooting games I like games when I you know kill things yeah I mean I, I can't tell if it's good or bad you know like as that being the fastest selling thing like it's a household name now whether mm-hmm. you know your mom hates it or you've been a fan for years and you know you you're you've grown up playing it and you already went through your parents not liking the game or whatever. Um, I mean, it's, it, it, it's everywhere and it's, I can't believe it's still going. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Usually you don't look at a game to be released in 2013 and fast forward to 2018. Here we are Yeah. still talking about it. Other than, um, Skyrim. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Other than 2011 Skyrim, which... But they keep re-releasing that. They release it on everything. It's true. And these guys have released it on last gen and then this gen, and that's it. Mm -hmm. The only game that I can think that's like this and that has withstand that time is the games that are in, like, the competitive gaming scene, like like Counter-Strike. Starcraft. Starcraft. Uh, Counter-Strike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And even some of those games, like fighting. Yeah, wow. Um, Like, the fighting games get updated every, what? year and a half or two years there's always a new fighting game coming out um so they went on the article goes on to say that gta is so successful um that they have take take two which is the parent company uh has no plans on a gta 6 anytime soon as gta Mm -hmm. 5 outsells most titles every year Mm -hmm. and that doesn't even include microtransactions um and their latest announced title, which we know is coming out in October, Red Dead Redemption 2, is even making other publishers, like Activision for Black Ops 4, um, move away from their November release window. Oh, it's November? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was October. Well, at the very end of October. Oh, okay. They don't want to be... They don't want to have their game come out the first week of November when this game that everybody's going to be playing for probably 10 years just came out. The, the couple weeks before, you know? Right. So Black Ops 4 which is slated to release in, what is that, early October for the first time? Moving away mm-hmm. from their normal November release window? Trying to get ahead of it. Yeah. Get ahead of the storm so people get people playing your game so they're like, oh, Red Dead's out. Play that for two weeks straight without sleeping. And uh, and they're like, well, I guess I'll go back and play this other game that I bought. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's, that. I don't know. The numbers are just crazy to me. And it's great. And guess what? They haven't released one drop of like story DLC. They they didn't need mm-hmm. to add anything else to their game. I, I like I fully I finished that game a couple times the story, and yeah. uh, and damn it's it's a great ride. It, it's a it's an awesome story with holy shit characters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then online's fun. It's I guess online's not really for me. If, you know. Yeah. To be fair, I mean it's fun to jump in. It's one of the we talked about it earlier. You know, it is what you make it. You know, if you're hanging out with, you know, your friends and they want to play it, it you know, it can be a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I wonder how much longer we'll be sitting here talking about this game. I wonder mm-hmm. how Red Dead, Red Dead's release, will affect Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Question. I guess you know we'll see when Red Dead comes out. I would, yeah, I would hope they're separate teams by now. Yeah, but, but I mean, um, I mean, in general, of 
the idea with Red Dead Redemption, you could create gangs, and that was kind of the introduction to almost the Rockstar Club. Mm-hmm. Even before Grand Theft Auto was really big with their online, like Grand Theft Auto 4, their online really wasn't that big. I mean, you could mm-hmm. play online, but I mean, I didn't spend my time playing GTA 4 online. I was playing all story. So during that time, you know, it, it blew up. So I imagine we're going to have, you know, crews or gangs or whatever in um, Red Dead Redemption 2. And I wonder if that's going to overtake some of the, uh, most of the audience from GTA 5. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see if the numbers after Red Dead comes out for GTA Online slash GTA yeah. 5. And, um... Okay, so yeah, that was there was some more. Um, I was just checking out our uh, kind of like our admin uh, chat that we had, just so I could see my my numbers I was using. But um, you know, they uh, the so the core game sold uh, ninety million units, which actually puts um, you know just to kind of frame this up, that makes Grand Theft Auto Five the third best selling game in terms of units. Um, so, Grand Theft Auto V is, considering the number of units, it's the most expensive game t- that sold the third most number of units, meaning that it made the number one most amount of money. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, the two ahead of it are uh, not really necessarily fair. Minecraft, which um, is, it has an estimated 144 million sales, but those sales are anywhere between... Core Minecraft was like it was weird, wasn't it? It was like twenty three dollars or something because you had to convert to euros or something. I don't remember. I, I think yeah, it came uh, with like mine came with like the twenty two ninety yeah, something, know, something weird. weird. Um, and then a lot of times you could, if you had something on a different version, you could get another version of it for like five extra bucks. Right. Um, and it released on everything. It was on mobile for like it was like an eight dollar download on mobile or tablet. If you bought it um, on last gen, this gen, you got an upgrade for five bucks. Right. If you you know X Y Z, there's all kinds of weird stipulations. So even though it was an extra fifty million units, uh, you know fifty four million units, I guess, um, it's just not enough to make up that that price difference. Uh, you know, being a third is expensive. Um, and then uh, the number one best-selling game of all time. Estimated sales, 170 million Tetris. Not really fair, seeing as how it was free to everybody in the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting <laughs> to look at this list. I've never looked at it before. Um, you yeah. have a, a lot of Mario and Wii titles that just... Um, mm. Came with the Wii, so... came with the Wii, that so fair? that counts as a yeah. sale. Um, but I was surprised at seeing number seven being Overwatch. Overwatch. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Uh, which, I mean, shit, that beats that Wii Resort, Pokemon Red and Blue, New Super Mario yeah. Bros., and stuff like that. Number 12, fucking Skyrim. Of course it's the best-selling, because they've released yes. it 3,000 times. Number 13 is shocking. Number 13 is shocking. It may surprise you. I understand it, though, because I, mm-hmm. when we, we worked... The hype was fucking unreal. We worked at GameStop during the release of the game. The hype mm-hmm. was off the fucking wall for this game. And I remember after yes. it came out, there were guys coming in and buying 50 copies of like mm-hmm. the um it wasn't even like the game it was just like a code for the game uh yeah, we had like license l- little um little cards that have a scratch off on the back that have a license unlocked for mm-hmm. diablo 3 yes i'm not even diablo kidding is the 13th best-selling game of all time i i when i one day when i worked i just opened my store and 
this guy came in and he was like, I need all of this. And he grabbed every card off the rack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, am I even allowed to do this? And I, mm-hmm. I had to call and I had to ask um, my manager. And he was like, I mean, we can't not sell it to him. He's not doing anything that can put us in trouble. And he wants this product. So we can't tell him, no, he can't right. buy, the pro- buy the product. So I sold, Or at least not until he does it like four times. <laughs> I sold all 50 of the codes that we had to one guy. And then presumably he just took them online and sold them at a markup to, uh, I don't know, yeah, China, a country that couldn't get the game. Uh, Not at that time, at least. Yeah, not it. Yeah, so I was like, dude, this is crazy. So while I see that on there, and I was like, that is surprising. Then again, I look at I can't be the only person. I got fifty. Yeah, I couldn't have been the only one who got someone to buy everything, so he can sell it to another country. Um, Um. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto is still not the, um, yeah, it's not the best know, still not the, it's still not the number one, um, it's not the biggest franchise yet. No. Um, I, the I, biggest entertainment franchise is somewhere between probably Mario and Pokemon. I think I've heard that Pokemon is the biggest, uh, franchise in the world in terms of sales. That's crazy. Um, well, I, I mean, you have to figure the the trading cards count, figurines count. Yeah, they have a lot of TV shows count. They have their own stores now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you have to tie in Super Smash Bros. because Pokemon's in it. Yeah, everything so. that Pokemon is in. <laughs> now it, it has a cross with Tekken. So that's pretty big. Um, I don't think that GTA can ever catch up to something like Tetris. It's just Tetris mm. is so far ahead of the curve, you know? Yeah. So, I mean... Well, yeah, Tetris also is a very old game. It came out in uh, 1984, ironically. 80, yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, so. looking at... what I mean, just looking at that, some of the games that are on these on the list here that have, you know, come out more recently, like, mm. the newest game that has come out that is in the top ten would be um, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it beat... GTA 5 by three years, but... Oh, yeah, and Overwatch is uh, less than half of GTA 5 sales, and it's in number seven, GTA 5's number three. So that numbers, those numbers drop off very fucking quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go from yeah, 80 I mean, to 40. You go from 82 at the fourth spot um, to, like, uh, 40, 40 million to yeah. the fifth spot, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, but even some of the bigger... Like games that I guess I would kind of expect to be up a little higher, like Duck Hunt, which came mm. with every copy of um, yeah, how, how Super the Mario. Is there, how is there more Super Mario sales than Duck Hunt sales if they were on the same fucking cartridge? But they created a Super Mario Bros. cartridge separate as well. I guess. So you could only get... I think you could only get Duck Hunt with that combo. So okay. I, I don't know. So every one Super Mario Bros. sale counted as a or every Duck Hunt sale also counted as a Super Mario Bros. sale. Mm-hmm. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had two copies of Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt. And nobody <laughs> knows why. <laughs> You're like, well, I only play Super Mario on this one. Or uh, Mario Bros. on this one. And I only play Duck Hunt on this I, one. I, yeah, probably. That, that probably had some kind of logic. <laughs> How do you tell point. them apart? <laughs> uh, Fuck you. Good question. You know what's interesting is that uh, there's not a Call of Duty in the top 10 highest-selling games. 
And yet we always hear, oh, this was the top-selling game of the year. Easy. What game was and it? Shit like that. There's not a single Call of Duty in the top ten. No. No. But they still, yeah, like you said, they managed to be like... Um, yeah, the highest dick in their way selling around, Call know? of Duty is uh, number 18, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. That makes sense. Modern Warfare 3 is very surprising, mm. I think, as being... Immediately next is Black Ops. Uh, right. A couple spots down, Black Ops 2. A couple spots down from that, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, Ghosts, many spots down from that. Yeah, I, I, I was, I'm kind of surprised that Modern Warfare 3 would be the big mm. one up there. I, I imagine, like, Black Ops 2 would be the first yeah. one up there or something. Um, because... Black Ops 1 apparently sold more than Black Ops 2. Riddle me that shit. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Um, Weird. But yeah, so, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's it's weird when people act like games are something, like, weird and niche. Like, it's really not. It's the, like, video games are easily the biggest entertainment industry. The video game, the video game industry makes way more money than the movie industry yearly. And it's not just because, I mean, a, a big part of that is that it's 60 bucks a pop compared to... I don't know, 10 if you go see it at the movie theater and maybe, uh, you know, 15 to 20 more if you go buy it on DVD too. Mm-hmm. So to get two sales to somebody, you get, you know, 30 bucks. Whereas one sale gets 60 on a, a video game. Right. But the amount of money that people put into, um, you know, the, the extra money that people dump on top of that, of like free-to-play games, if you look at, the amount of money that's spent on like membership to be able to play online, like PlayStation Plus or you know Xbox Games with Gold or you know the uh, the Gold membership, like it's really uh, the the amount of money is staggering, and it's easily right. the biggest entertainment industry. Easily makes the most money in the entertainment industry. Easily employs the most people in the entertainment industry. Um, so you know it's really cool to have that. Like Grand Theft Auto Five is. Not among franchises, not among movies, not among whatever, but among all single pieces of entertainment. Mm -hmm. It is the top dollar amount, the top selling single piece of entertainment. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, You know, a a chunk of that, at least $600 million of their total amount that they made. Uh, What was the total? What was the total billion dollar amount? Nine billion? Six billion. Uh, six billion. So at least uh, six hundred. Was it six hundred million of that must have been um, microtransaction, and probably more than that. But yeah, there, there still, those people had to spend sixty dollars to buy the game, or mm-hmm. or some amount of money to buy the game. You know, maybe the, I think the cheapest I've ever seen it on sales, uh, like twenty five bucks. Yeah, I think it's like right so, around that $30 mark is the cheapest I've seen it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it dip into like the low 20s or God forbid under 20. Right. So, um Yeah. It, it's it's astonishing. It won't be long until you can just say like Grand Theft Auto is the biggest entertainment franchise. Like Yeah, I wonder when GTA I, 6, I mean GTA 5 was able to cover its own cost with pre-orders alone and then make money. Yeah. They were already <laughs> the making money. the number one most pre-ordered thing. Yeah, they were already making you money know? off of pre-orders. It was done. Yeah. Like, so, uh, like, and that, I mean, that that 
That's when you that know you midnight release celebrate. was pretty chaotic. It was so like, what would GTA Six's midnight release look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, if we still did. Midnight knowing releases. all of this history behind it, knowing how well known it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's, so. that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested. I, I'm maybe we can maybe revisit this or something after Red Dead comes out and see yeah. what the numbers look like after holiday. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, it's it's a cool thing to see, and we'll just move right along to get off of the losers table and move on to the number two best selling game of all time. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft. Um, so this is kind of a cool crossplay feature. Uh, Minecraft on the Nintendo Switch uh, has Xbox achievements, and um, this like the story in itself is stupid and lame, but what the story means is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So you know the Switch does not have built-in trophies or achievements or anything. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's you know it's it's, it's the kind of thing like whatever. I think people go through cycles on those like if they're into the achievements or not, but it's always good to have it. Yeah, it like feels if somebody's good. not into it, it doesn't make the game worse that it has it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it can only like enhance your your uh, play, I guess. But um, yeah, so it's being added in. Uh, basically, um, Microsoft you know bought um i think they bought the whole studio right uh that made minecraft or did they just buy the minecraft license i think they own well I, they definitely I they own, own mojang they, they they own mojang um yeah i think they're the yeah sole so, owner um, of, of everything minecraft and mojang yeah basically they have this uh bedrock update uh yes i get it <laughs> i don't um, that <laughs> they've been pushing out across all platforms that have Minecraft. And uh, basically what it does is allows players on Xbox, mobile, VR, and PC, um, and soon-to-be Switch, be able to play across those platforms. And it basically, like, it sort of, like, unites your games. I think you can share saves across and things like that and share, like, your expanded, like, DLC content that you've bought. But, um, you know, the only one who hasn't been playing along yet is Sony, which, you know, you can't really blame them. Right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really an interesting, uh, it's, um, it means a lot. Like there's been a lot more like cross play stuff going on lately. Um, you know, Sea of Thieves is a good example. You can play on, uh, PC, uh, Windows 10 only or better, uh, PC or Xbox one. You can play with each other. Um, you can get friends on multiple different consoles all playing the same instance of the game, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the more, I think the more that that seeps into the community, the better it'll be. Um, I don't like the only negatives are when you come to competitive play. If somebody's on a PC, they just have an advantage. Yeah. Um, the PC is more precise and they can have a significantly more powerful machine. So even with a weaker machine, it's going to be more precise, but um, you know, aside from that, I mean, it's easy to put, if there's a mode right now that's like, you know, don't let people prestige level six join my match, you can easily put something that says console players only, or even more specific, Xbox One X with 4K enabled players only. You know, it's easy to make that thing kind of even when you're looking at competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so that shouldn't be it. I don't think that should be a big issue, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I really the only downside. Yeah, I, I don't see much of an, another downside. Um, it just allows you to. Well, I mean, you expense. Know. It's more expensive, but you know. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that. 
But I mean, I'll it, pay an extra ten bucks. It just really allows like you can fully play with players from other mm-hmm. like playing on other machines. Right. So I mean that that's really cool. Um, I don't know. And this being one of the like we said, it's the second best selling game over its lifetime. Um, uniting those I, I platforms. Mean, it, yeah, it unites is, those platforms. So. Huge. You know, like, oh, I like playing Minecraft with my friends. Oh, guess what? Now mm. I can play with my, you know, my cousin who lives my in weird cousin. Sacramento and he plays on iOS. Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It. I don't know. That's that, that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cool. Um, yeah, very cool stuff there. And I, I hope that... But, you know, Microsoft's really been into it lately. I hope more companies in the future agree and try to follow that same path. Cool. Um, so, as well, like, moving right along, I think mm-hmm. this is probably some good news. Uh, yes. You can buy in and you can get in on the closed beta, but May 24th, Dauntless is having its open beta. Um, mm-hmm. Dauntless is... Oh, man, how would you describe Dauntless? It's kind of like a Monster Hunter... Uh, it's like a monster hunter with a little bit of I really um, kind love, of a Borderlandsy look. Yeah, it has like a Borderlandsian or Fortnite like a look. Yeah, it has that almost like a cartoony, com- not comic booky, mm-hmm. but like very stylized cartoony um, palette and and art style. Oh. Um, but yeah, you pick your. I don't know if you. I don't know how the hero selection goes, you know, character selection goes, but I imagine you customize your character, you can customize your weapon set, um, and you basically hunt down these bigger mm-hmm. monsters um, in a Monster Hunter style way. Um, this game yeah. was in um, early access before Monster Hunter came out, and yeah. you know, so you can buy in with a Founders Pack, Fortnite style, and jump into this. Um, I've been waiting to check PC it out only right now. for a while. Yep, PC only, um, but coming out with a, an open beta May 24th, so you can go and check right. all that out. Um, I recommend going to check out their uh, their official trailer, um, check out some gameplay. People have been streaming it um, all over the place. It's it, it's it's yeah. pretty rad. Um, it looks really cool. Um, I I think it's really late to finally be like. Oh, here's the open beta. Like, it seems right. like they've been doing this forever. Um, this game's been out for a couple of years. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it came out... Playable for a couple of years. Yeah, it, it was announced back in, like, 2016, like, early 2016, came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, in the early access. I don't, I don't even... Are they out of early access? I don't think they are. Oh, no. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool game. Um, it looks cool. I... My thing is, I don't know, I think feel like people will be burned out after Monster Hunter since mm. they didn't have that. Um, they have to go through that Dauntless. This is done by the guys at ooh, like Phoenix something. Uh, Phoenix Labs, I think. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, let me see. Dauntless is done by Phoenix Lab in Unreal Engine. Um, yeah. Oh, it's an action role-playing game. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I mean, it looks... Pretty cool if you're really into that Monster Hunter thing. You want to try something new? Jump into that open beta on the twenty and May twenty seventh. Um, maybe we'll chat about this again when it's a little or twenty fourth, excuse me, um, when it's a little bit closer. 
Yeah. I think that's probably a good way to go. It's definitely something I've been looking forward to. Right, right. I was excited um, for this well before Monster Hunter um, was yeah. slated to come out. And then they're like, oh, but if you buy in, and I was like, oh, God damn it. You can't just you can't just give that to me. I know what you're laughing at. Let's move right along into that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, the King of Kong, Billy Mitchell. Uh, I'm I, Not to be confused with the King of Dong. Not to be confused with the King of Dong style, which is Joey Ryan. Mm. I'll pull up a picture. Um, Damn. I'm actually going to pull that up in a sidebar. Good, good looking out. Thank you. Um, not to be confused with Kublai Khan. <laughs> Uh, but Billy Mitchell, uh, he was in a, a, what was it? It was a, it was like a documentary style movie called the King of Kong back in 2007, mm-hmm. showing his rivalry with, um, underdog Stevie Weeb, um, which nice. everyone was, it kind of focused on Stevie being like, or Steve being this, um, this underdog that could do it. You were kind of rooting for him throughout the documentary. And then Billy Mitchell comes in, he's kind of an asshole and a, American, mm-hmm. you know, a red, white, and blue tie. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Um, Far Cry 5. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Billy Mitchell has been dethroned after his scores were scrubbed from Twin Galaxies leaderboards in the wake mm-hmm. of basically them finding out that he cheated. Um, it's kind of hard to explain um, what went wrong, but he used mm. an older version of a... Uh, he was playing from an older version of well, yeah. He like basically didn't use, um, yeah. He didn't use the, Reg- the like regulation, regulation board. arcade cabinet. Right. Uh, they didn't. I mean, and they don't use regulation cabinets usually. They have to find the regulation uh, board and all the internals, and then they put them in a cabinet so they can like draw mm. on the screen. And when you're playing a game like that, it's all about counting the frame rates, the pixels, and when things move. And so they'll often draw on the screen and like a dry erase, like a dry erase marker, so they don't have to mm-hmm. remember when to jump. There's an arrow starting, mm-hmm. and um, he used a uh, an older version of M A M E, which is a uh, it's an arcade machine. It's, a, it's an arcade machine. Yeah, it, I'm trying to look for multiple arcade machine emulator is what that stands mm-hmm. for. Um, not in an original arcade machine. So because he used right. this em- emulator, not a, a standard, um, they scrubbed him from the Twin Galaxies leaderboard. Twin Galaxies is the biggest, um, like kind of like retro video game uh, high score keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of his scores that were scrubbed include Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong Jr., and there was more. Not only that, not only was he scrubbed from that, he was a world record holder at Guinness Book of World Records, and they have also mm-hmm. decided to no longer recognize uh, his records mm-hmm. um, in pretty much everything, in everything that he ever set yeah. a world record in. Um, and in fact, uh, because of this, basically Twin Galaxies is saying, you know what? His ultra top high score is removed. Also, he's being removed as having the first million point Donkey Kong game, which is now going to go to, you guessed it, Stevie Weeby. Woo, woo, woo. The underdog won in the woo, end. Woo. Um, so, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, this guy, I, I look at him and I'm just like, God, he's a douchebag. Oh, he's like a full dick. He looks like a dick. The documentary painted him as a dick. He was actually mad after the documentary 
came out and they, you know, he was pretty unhappy with the way that the documentary, mm. like, painted him. Um, but, I mean, it's not only them, it, you know, it's not only them that painted him that way. Uh, you can right. also see him uh, portrayed in um, the fantastic new Adam, newer Adam Sandler movie, uh... Pixels, where uh, Peter Dinklage basically played Billy Mitchell. Yes. Um, and not only that, but they basically the whole time showed that he cheated uh, at playing video games because Peter Dinklage cheated in Pixels and Billy Mitchell was just shown off for cheating. Um, very yep. different, I guess, uh, as style. Dinklage had um, cheat codes wrote on the inside of his aviators. That's funny. Yeah. Very Peter good. Dinklage is awesome. I love Peter oh. Dinklage. He does a lot of like really bad movies. Oh, he does. I terrible. have no idea like why he did them. Right. But it's like, hey man, he's just trying to he's trying to pay for his house. You know, he's got a mortgage. Yeah, he's got he's got shit he needs to pay for. Uh, he you know he's yeah, not exactly. special. Um, you know how hard it is to get shoes that size. It, it's not easy. He's got big ass feet. And yeah, wow. Yeah, I don't know. He does he does some weird stuff, but he's uh, he's cool as shit. Like, yeah, I like him personally. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not even, like, this is coming from someone who's not even, like, I've seen the first season and one episode of Game of Thrones, uh, in the second mm. season of Game of Thrones. Like, I'm not, like, a massive fan of it. Like, that's not where it came from. Okay. He's just awesome. I think he's just awesome everywhere. Yeah, he's just a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, Have you seen his speech? He did a speech at some school. I can't remember where school it was. Yes. I don't no, remember the school either. Good. But it was, like, it was a, like, goddamn. Maybe tear up. Yeah. Let's see if was up. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, okay, and then we'll and for the live stream, we'll uh, you know I'll end by showing him riding a scooter with a hoodie up and a puffy jacket. Yeah, just so right. everyone knows. Hold on, let me. Uh... <laughs> mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. Yep. If that thing hit him in the ankle, it would his leg might come off, and then the he whole leg would pop off, and then he'd have to have an attachment that was just a scooter for a leg. Mm. Oh, interesting. You can't hit yourself if it is yourself. Right. Um, so our final uh, little news story here um, before we kind of close out on we, our, kind of our missed game. We yeah we skipped the missed game. <laughs> yeah yeah. Carry on. Um, do you want to do that first? No no we can do this. I okay. I just want to make sure that we were on the same page on that. Yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Steam basically uh, kind of they wanted to stay ahead of any kind of future um, kind of privacy laws that passed due to like the whole Facebook thing that's going on. Mm -hmm. um, they added a new, uh, like, a privacy setting that basically said, um, by default, your ownership of games on your account is going to be hidden. Um, so just, like, any stranger can't look at your Steam profile and see what kind of games you have. That's good. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess that's a good I mean, feature to have. I don't really understand what the impetus of that is. Like, Well, um, on their end, I know that they're probably getting a lot of a lot of messages saying, okay, I got it. just like, make everything private. <laughs> well, I, I mean, they, they have to get a lot of messages, and of course, a lot of manpower to respond to all of these uh, mm. messages by saying, okay, uh, you know, like, an email would read something like, okay, so I got an email saying that my Steam account was attempted to be accessed from another country, what do I do? Mm. And, you know, I guarantee they get hundreds of those a day. I get those That's emails. I get those emails. I mean, they're not getting through mine because I have 
uh, you know, more than one authenticate, like authentication. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, as long as you have that, you're usually safe. And I just kind of laugh at those. I'm like, yeah, good luck getting in Taiwan. Um, mm-hmm. But if they hide what games, you know, all the game, your game library from people who aren't like, like a friend or whatever, like that's probably good. Mm-hmm. Because it can stop them from going, oh, this guy has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 48 uh, games, and most of them are on the, like, bigger game list, so let's go ahead and ha- try to hack his account. Okay. You know? Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I think that's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. But, yeah, so anyways, um, basically, uh, if you've ever heard of Steam Spy, it's like an unofficial, um, it basically tries to comb through public data and figure out how many copies of of games must have sold on Steam. And okay. it's always been like super um you know inaccurate. It's like for especially for really popular games, the like plus or minus, it's like plus or minus like 10,000 copies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like massive like discrepancies. Yeah, but it, it just tries to guess, you know, and it's like a really good resource for um indie devs cuz you can look and say Okay, my game is like a B version of, you know, uh, like Super Scooter 10,000. So you go look at Scooper, Super Scooper Scooter 10,000s. Super Pooper Scooter 10,000. Super Pooper Scooter 10,000. Yeah. And they got 10,000 sales. Ironic. And you're like, okay, that's great. But here's a really shit game that was sort of the same style that got five sales. Super so Super can, Trio 3. Right. So you can look at all those together and you see Double Dudes 2 quadruple the dudes and uh it's like you you know you can be like okay so you know my game's better quality than these absolute shit tier ones but i don't have any marketing like this one so i'll probably get between uh 600 and 2000 sales you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like that difference like being able to say okay odds are if this market holds steady if we if you can guarantee that you're going to sell more than a thousand copies of a game that could be the difference between a, a two or three person project happening and not happening. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, you know, any developers are really going to be lacking this now. People in the game industry do not report sales. Um, everything, like anytime there's milestones. So like, so like, you know, Rockstar take two, I guess, uh, is like, Hey, we have 90 million units sold. They didn't have to say that. They did it because it was a notable number that put them at a certain position you know what i mean right but normally you don't hear about it at all like you know with music you hear if something is a gold hit that means it sold x number if it's a platinum hit it sold x number if it's triple platinum it sold this number games don't have to report anything like that and in fact they usually do not yeah Um, so i mean i have you know there's a lot of things like we were talking about call of duty we hear if you're into the game industry if you you know do, do shopping at game stores and you talk to people regularly about that um, then you know, like... They're always okay, swinging like, their dick around. Like, Call of Duty's like, we got the highest, we broke our own sales record again. Yeah. But then if you look at the numbers on Steam Spy, if you look at the numbers on top video games on Wikipedia, they don't give concrete numbers. So, like, you can't... You Not only can you not confirm if that's true, but you can't even say, like, oh, well, they got, like, 15 million units sold. Because they don't even report that. Right. They um, yeah. They don't report that. Like I think it's like they just do like a yearly count. And I maybe. and that's not I mean, even a lot of times. That's not even accurate um, though. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, a lot of times, like EA at their investor meeting will be like, "Oh, we made a uh, like six point two billion dollars on X Y Z." 
Right. And, th- and, and then, like, move on. Like, they don't even tell their own investors exact numbers and exact dollar amounts, because if they did, it'd be leaked. Yep. So we would know, and we don't. Um, it's very unusual. So um, I wish... Like, I think that would be huge for the game industry if they had to... Um, and, you know, there was the interesting conversation that was held at GDC about unionization that it pretty much seemed to just totally get shot down and get shit on. Okay. But, um, like, there's some basic protections for employees that could be put into place that are not in place in the tech industry that are in almost every other industry. For example, make people's, you know, salaries for positions public information. It's not, it's not usually. Um, even when they're hiring for stuff, companies won't put what they're willing to do for on salary. They just won't talk about it. Yeah. Um, your bonus structure, that's not really public information most of the time. Um, it does. Scheduling and and stuff like public information. stuff like those Sales. first two do cause problems, especially like even in like the lesser like freelance world. Like mm. if <clears throat> like because you don't know what you should charge mm-hmm. for like let's say like art assets or something. Like if you oh, yeah. if you say oh okay if like someone comes to you and they don't go I'll pay you this if they give you the option mm. you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. It doesn't matter the number that you said right. because it get won't totally be dead. low enough. Yeah, they, they, like they'll be like, uh, "How much would you pay for that?" And you know, you could be like, "Oh, you know, per asset, let's say like eighty bucks. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred bucks per like quick weapon asset or something like that. That's like a, for a low poly game." And they'll be like, "Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let me get back." You can to afford you. five dollars. <laughs> they won't even say that. They'll just be like, "Well, we found someone else who can do it in half the time um, mm. for a third of the cost." So, you know, we can give this guy 20 bucks uh, per art asset, and he can knock them out in an hour. And it's like, guess what? If you check those two, the quality check goes the opposite way. So you're getting a shit quality for a good price and a good speed. You can't have speed, quality, and cost-effectiveness all checked on the yes at the same time. Mm -hmm. One of them has to slip. So it, yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean that's that's interesting. If they did release that information, and I feel like people did have a greater knowledge, it, you know, that mm. would that would probably help the industry. Yeah, I don't know why things like that aren't implemented. Yeah, it's 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 disappointing for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's I, I think like that could be extremely simple first step of like release how many units. Don't tell us how much money. Don't tell us if it was on full price or on sale. Yeah. Don't tell us the retention numbers. Don't tell us the monthly users. Just numbers would be great. Right. You know? Um, and I wish they would report. Like, if you look at a movie, like, if you go on Wikipedia and type in your favorite movie of the last 10 years or whatever, it has the budget, how expensive it was to make. It has how much it made in the box office. It has how much it made in the U.S. It has how much it made in China, how much it made in Canada, how much it made in Portugal. Like... You can get such specific information because these people are unionized as fuck. And absolutely everything that happens is reported on. If somebody stepped on a dog's tail in a movie, they can't say no animals were harmed in the making of this film. It's just not allowed to be in there. Right. So, I mean, um, you know, certainly that, like, slows the movie industry down and hurts it in certain ways. But in general, it helps us as the public be able to see, like, okay, what the fuck happened on this giant piece of shit? And movies that are huge failures often make their budget back. So they talk about, like, wow, this movie was a massive failure. It was the flop of the year. And the thing still made an extra 
you know, it made like five million dollars, but they wanted to make a hundred million dollars. You know. Yeah. So it's 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 very unusual. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so yeah, let's jump into the last thing. Speaking of very unusual flops. Yeah, speaking of very unusual. <laughs> um, we don't really have like an article or anything, but if you mm. want, you can go play it right now. Uh, yeah. Bosky Entertainments, or is it production? Bosky Productions. Right? Bosky Production. I think it's Bosky Productions. Um, mm-hmm. Released their new game, uh, Radical Heights. Uh, you can go play that right now on Steam, um, only for PC right now, but. Um, mm-hmm. It, this is so weird to me. Um, the game is a battle royale style, um, just like you would play like uh, like player unknowns battleground or Fortnite battle royale mode. Um, it's mm. that, but the style is kind of like it reminds me of like like eighties glam mixed with nineties rap. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like nice. it has a very um, I don't even know what game I it to uh like look blood dragon uh well yeah it has the style well, it's not of like dragon, it's, it's not as fantasy it's a lot more like it's very cartoon real life yeah it yeah it's kind of like fortnite well, mixed with blood dragon right yeah um and uh yeah i mean the the little reading here on steam says welcome to radical heights it's a free extreme uh, yeah, extreme early access battle royale shooter. Partake in high stakes gunplay as you loot for weapons, gadgets, cosmetics, and cash. Survive to the end, or risk it all in the irrelevant action game show where everyone wants to be rich and famous. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that feeling. it looks like uh, you know it, it, it's a partial open world. Um, you know, like the mm-hmm. rest of the games, you can uh, have teams or not, um, and uh, you know you just kind of explore the world. Try to make things happen. Customize your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I haven't played it yet. Um, it's maybe something I do this weekend. I might just pop in just uh, uh because you know I haven't played Player Unknown's Battleground uh, just because mm-hmm. it, you know it's not my style, but also because I had to pay for it. Why would I pay for something that is not something that I'm interested in? Um, right. Whereas Fortnite would check out for free. Yeah, if you can check it out for free, yeah. I'll check it out. If Fortnite, you know, Fortnite, I was already buying because, um, mm. you know, we got into Fortnite really super, super, super early. Um, as mm. well, I liked what it was for its PVE stuff, um, so that, that that was an easy no-brainer for me. Um, and even at that, it was still free. Like you could still mm. get this free late, Fortnite free later, um, and Radical Heights is sticking to that. But you know, there's another problem with the direction that they're just trying to pick up in. Mm-hmm. And I know you saw that too. Like, well, their last game was Lawbreakers. Um, we did a yeah, live Lawbreakers, I mean, Lawbreakers. Um, yeah, go ahead. It, it's, uh, this seems to have, like, there's a major problem with even trying to get onto this game in that Lawbreakers, they've already said, well, you know what? It didn't catch on. We're going to give up on it. It came out August the Lawbreakers fully released August 7th of 2017. Yep. And in early April, they said, we are not going to support this game anymore. It's dead. Was that six months? Did they hit the six-month mark? I, they hit the six-month mark. So they said, here's this game that we said we were going to support forever, and you got six months. Have fun. Bye. Right. And um, Did with they... this game, it's like, that game came out. It was polished. It looked graphically amazing. It was basically Unreal Tournament. I mean, you know, not to... Not to uh, you know, claim any like copyright issues, but 
that's what they were going for. Right. And like this game, if you look at it, I mean, what they show in their trailer looks interesting, but it looks kind of rough. The actual game looks significantly worse. There's missing, like like the modeling. Not only is the texturing not done, the modeling is not done. <laughs> I mean, uh, the there's like major performance issues. Um, the game just can't even play normally some of the time. Not to mention all this extra weird stuff they want you to be able to do, like ride around on little stunt bikes and shit. Right. Um, it's it's a uh, it's there's a fear that it's not going to be properly supported. I mean, the game is has been put out, and this is you know early access is for testing and seeing what your market wants, and you know refining what your product until it's ready to be put out. But it's like, can you trust that from this company that just betrayed you? You know? Yeah, I mean, um, they're I mean they're clearly in in my in my eyes just straight uh, up bandwagoning. Okay, yeah, this I mean, is popular. Not like, not only is that true, but like, this game, there was a trailer for it the day before it came out on early access. The early access is free, and they basically they were like, well, you know, we don't really know what the future of our studio is right now. Um, we're we're not going to be able to support this game anymore. We're moving on to other projects. Hey, our new game's coming out tomorrow. Get pick it up now. Whoa! Yeah, and it's like. That's that's uh after you just totally shit on people that that backed up your last product you do this and it's already at this game is free. It's a it says clearly on it it's a battle royale, it's a PUBG clone. Yeah. And it's got mixed reviews already. It's been out it it, it launched on the 10th. Yeah, I'm it was playable to on see the 10th. What some people have to say. And it's got it's it's getting it, most of the people the complaints are like this game runs like shit. The people that like it are saying um like, you know, it's in the same engine as PUBG and Fortnite. It's like, yikes. The good reviews are saying things like, um, you know, some stuff is like, horribly oh, it's got optimized. A good sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. The good reviews say horribly optimized. Yep. Positive reviews. Um, there's some recommended reviews that say things like, um, you know, uh, the, uh, like, positive reviews are saying things like, well, of course it's not done yet. You have to expect it to still being worked on. It's a it's a early access property. If your customer, if your fan base that is recommending the game is saying, oh, well, it's not good yet, but they're going to fix it, that's a problem. Because customers normally don't know shit of what they're talking about. Like, an early access game will have negative reviews and people are like, um, you know, I spent 10 bucks on this and it's not even done. And it's like, it's, you're just an idiot. You just don't know what you're talking about. Right. But when you're, when you're positive customers which you cannot expect that they have any knowledge of the game industry you know your random steam user they, it's possible they have no knowledge of how they even turn their computer on that morning you know what i mean <laughs> right like, steam's pretty easy to use and it's like people are like okay this thing this seems feels like shit it looks like shit positive review you should go get it it's funny it's like that ain't good dude i mean that a lot of people good. a lot of the reviews are saying like i like that. the theme that they like the theme, but it has, uh, like, it's, first of all, I see horribly optimized. Fuck this yeah. guy right here in particular, uh, Koja, um, for using the joke that everyone made, and he definitely didn't make it up himself. Yeah, very good. Um, this game actually reminds me a lot of Lawbreaker. Started with 100 players, and it quickly only had one left. <laughs> Got him. Even Cliffy B retweeted that and said, hearty, har, har, to someone else who stole that from someone else. 
That's hilarious. Get the fuck out. Um, has a lot of potential, but runs extremely bad, which is going back to optimization. Um, and then this one just made me laugh. When, you, <laughs> when you're when you so desperate to jump on the Battle Royale hype train that you don't even give your team time to finish the half the models or your last game. Somebody said, uh, somebody, so you can look at comments to people's reviews. Somebody said, nice joke, Amy Schumer. Oh, <laughs> 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 I see it. Very good. Turbo Man, you're a true hero. Steam level 37, holy shit. That's beautiful. Good man. Tur- Turbo Man, you have my seal of approval. Um, but, oof, oof. I- I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, you know, Very just good. Fuck this one straight up. They might have found something here. I'm not sure exactly. Hey man, yeah, how it I mean, yeah, definitely. You you do need to give it a chance to like see if it's got legs or whatever. But the way that the studios behaved in the past does not inspire confidence. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I feel like with these games, it's a lot of where preference comes from with which game you're going to play comes from mm. what game did I play first? What kind of style do I have? Like, are you style? more uh, style? Um, are you more of a like militant expert where you play something like PUBG? Do you like the mm. the zombie Creativity. like haha theme of Fortnite, or do you like this eighties um, like what do they call it synth punk style of yeah. you know Radical Heights? Um, I don't know. I could see people playing this in the future, but I don't see this lasting as long as something mm. like Fortnite. Uh, if they would have brought this out right around the same time as Fortnite. I could, this could have done it probably well uh, because mm-hmm. PUBG was kind of reeling at that point of not including everybody, whereas Fortnite was like, hey, you want to play our game? You can play it literally everywhere. You want to play mm-hmm. it on the shitter? We got it on the shitter. We got it right here on the shitter. Buy it right here. Um, and so, it's cross-play on the shitter, too. And you can cross-play on the shitter. So you can play with your other friend who's on mm-hmm. his shitter somewhere else. Maybe even not his shitter. Maybe he's on someone else's shitter. I don't know. Hey, man. But, yeah, it really... Smart shitter, too. Yep. But it really does feel like they're like, okay, let's make the Overwatch game. Fuck, that didn't work. Let's make the Fortnite PUBG game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, is what it is on that one. Um, I'll give it a shot probably probably sometime this weekend um, and maybe get back next week with a, a little more info on what I think. Um, how unpolished it is. I know my computer is definitely good enough to run it, so, you know. <laughs> Which is what everyone's complaining about. It's not optimized enough to for my computer to run it. It's like... Runs like full shit. Huh? Oh, well. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's... I mean, it's... it's You know, it's one of those things where this is not my thing to begin with, so definitely take my opinion with a grain of salt, but, like, fuck them. <laughs> right. I think, uh, I think Clifford the Big Red Blazinski should have... Um, I think he's a good game designer. He is. Definitely. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's good for the game industry overall, even though he's had some like problematic shit in the past too. Um, but like ultimately I feel like he's like any kind of games personality where he's going to help like Peter Molyneux. He's like, I don't want to say he's a joke in the game industry cause that's not true, but he's easy to joke about in the game industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's important because people make Spielberg jokes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that in your industry, then you're not really being going to be taken seriously. And um, I, I think that Cliff Blazinski shouldn't have retired f- 
from Epic in the first place. Uh, right. And I agree. Certainly shouldn't have went to go do his own thing, thinking, "Oh, people like Gears of War because of me. People like Unreal because of me." I mean, he's a medium. People like Jazzy Jackrabbit because of me. Yeah. He, Not necessarily true. He's like a medium personality that just ended up. Got an extra big pair of pants. He, yeah, he, he he got he got an extra big dick about what he was yeah. doing and that he happened to kind of be the face of it. Right. And I mean, like it's like, like it's saying, like a B celebrity in a it's a, like a B super like um like movie star in a movie, uh, starring mm-hmm. in a major motion picture with someone else and then going, "This is right. because of me." Right, right, right. You know, and it's like. Just because you're in War of the Worlds doesn't mean you're top shit. You know what I mean, Dakota Fanning? Holy <laughs> shit. So, like, the movie was going to be good no matter what. You know who the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Also, fuck Tom Cruise while I'm at it. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> fuck Tom Cruise and his one tooth. <laughs> fuck Tom Cruise and his middle ass tooth. He's got one tooth in the middle. Scaring everyone up in here. I thought I thought I thought symmetry was supposed to be good looking, not monotony. He's got one big ass strong tooth. He uses it to open cans. <laughs> he uses it to open cans in post apocalyptic settings. I mean, it's a good survivor skill. Don't get me wrong; it's great. I'm glad he has it, and I want to be on his team when I need that can open. Uh huh. But fuck Tom Cruise. If my chainsaw's but, out uh, of gas. You know who I'm calling. Is what I'm saying. Hey, you got Tom Cruise? This choose this lid off of this can for me. I, I prefer Terry Crews of the Cruises. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They are so, having a movie um, together, aren't they? Cruise versus Cruise. <laughs> I can't believe someone pitched that. It's very good. Oh, God. Look up Cruise versus Cruise. Oh, man. You want to put an ice pick in your eye socket. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, I'm, I don't have high hopes for it at all, but, you know, there's a chance that something cool could come out of it. And I do think the 80s aesthetic is very good. Agreed. Yep. I love that shit. And there's going to be some Far Cry 5 Blood Dragon-ass shit, isn't there? there I know they're already building towards it. There so. already are Blood Dragon missions in Far Cry 5. Well, in arcade, right? No. In the story. Okay. Um, Hold on. There's a guy named Guy Marvel. Herc. Oh, okay. That is shooting a movie out in Montana called Blood Dragon 3. It's Blood Dragon. And he's like, he actually makes one of my favorite jokes in the entire game about, um, he's like, this movie has to work out for me because I'm not going back to making fucking Far Cry video games. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The monotony. And it's really funny just poking fun at themselves. Um, He has a second mission. I haven't tackled it yet because... I was too gung-ho about starting my second playthrough, and I forgot right. to finish. I never went back to his mission area, because it didn't okay. quite, like... I just heard him talking about it, so I know it's a thing. Um, yeah. So, you know. I could, by the way, definitely see a Far Cry movie happening. A Far Cry mo- movie? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Wait. I think there is. Actually, I think there was one. I, I know <laughs> every action movie is basically Far Cry, so... Good point. Yeah. That's a good point. But I... That's what... I think that's what we got for this week. I think that's what we got for this week. Um, as always, if you guys get the chance, head on over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Talk about us. 
uh, talk with us about everything that we talk about here. Um, or talk about or us. Or talk about us there. Just be like, Dr. Court sounds like Keep an asshole. Sensitive. Or, I'm going to read it. So. Um, <laughs> and uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc., so you know when we do stuff like this. Um, we appreciate all those likes, comments, shares, followers, blah, 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 all the stuff you've heard before. But thank you, guys. Um, and, and until next week, yeah, I'm next one. Mm-hmm. And I'm Filter Cord. <laughs> Boop. See you, guys. <laughs> I was thinking about people saying mean things about me online. I couldn't take it. Just trying to wipe a tear away. <laughs>